Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hey friends, we've got one week to go before snow hiatus, snow hiatus, winter hiatus is over. What? We're going to make it. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to like think of a cute way to say a hiatus <laughs> and it just didn't happen. I'm not like one of those people that we can like find cute words. You don't like those? You have other words? strengths. I have other you strengths. You have wonderful other strengths. Anyways, so we are going to go down a walk of memory lane. But first... But first, we're going to, of great elicity stuff, but we're going to talk about some of the questions that we got. Well, one question in particular. Well, a series of questions. There's yeah. there's a lot of people when we sent out kind of like a, hey, we're going to record. What do you want us to talk about? There's like a deluge of questions about what's happening with Felicity in 7B, what's happening with Elicity in 7B, what about OTA in 7B, what about Dig and Lila in 7B, and all this stuff. People are worried about 7B. I know, they're really stressing about it. I don't really, but like, I feel like we're coming to the point in the season where people get stressed. Yeah, it's normal. We're used to it. Yeah. Because it's, it's just, it's, you know, we've, we've hung on there. <laughs> yeah. You've hung in there for nine episodes, but like, you know, you've got another 14 to go. So, or 13 to go. So, yeah, I feel, I, f- I understand. Arrow, Arrow gets long. <laughs> so, <laughs> some people have wanted to know if we're going to see smoke tech get developed in 7B. I'm just going to go out on a limb and categorically say, no way. Yeah, it's Will not happening, guys. Will we see guys. any smoke tech, <laughs> anything happen in 7B? I would be surprised if we saw it in 8A or 8B. I do think that it might be mainly for the flash forwards. It all really depends on how long the show goes on etc but for this year for the foreseeable future uh, no okay here's what i think is going on and i have no information you guys this is just my personal opinion we're just guessing (laughs) i feel like the writers um okay they cooked up this smoke tech thing right and all the fans are dying for it we want to see felicity running her empire we want to see felicity creating her empire and they gave it a shot Okay, they gave it a shot in five. We started dipping the toe, and then there was more dipping of the toe in six. Am I right? Yeah. No, it was in season six that she was hiring everybody, and she and Curtis were coming up with names. It, and was, there was, season, it was season It was season four that when she, she was the VP. Well, no, four. She, the, the, okay, yeah. So they had the VP of Palmer Tech. Then in five. No, no. Three was VP of Palmer Tech. That's right. Four was running Palmer Tech. Right. And she was fired at the end of four. Yep. And then nothing happened in five, right? <laughs> I don't think it. Everyone was really pissed about Felicity's arc in five. So I feel like 
it didn't happen. We we were and then, busy and about six. She was like, "Oh, he looks dynamics with Curtis." Right. Okay. And there <laughs> and were like, like right. Uh, there was like an episode. Okay. So they came up with. She came up with the name. She hired Elena. She decided, you know, begged Curtis to join with her for whatever fucking reason. And I just, I, it felt, uh, it feels like stagnant to me. I just don't, I'm not getting a, I'm not getting a snap, crackle, pop off this storyline. Honestly, it's just. I think the writers are very bored by it. I think they're they very bored by it. I think they don't want to deal with it at all devoted a lot of time to it. No. this feels like why didn't we ever see laurel in court and they were like because we got bored with the scenes of her right in court it's like why did they drop the queen consolidated storylines because i think they were those were hard for them to write and they lost interest i i don't think that they've come up with uh, a way in which they can write felicity smoke tech storyline and make it and and roll it into the rest of the show. The A storyline is always Team Arrow. You know, it's it's the crime fighting. It's the crime fighting aspect. So the minute you take Felicity yeah. out of that, she's getting removed from the A storyline. Now the argument, of course, is, well, but yes, she's getting a B storyline with her own focus. Absolutely. I'm always in favor of that. That would be great. I just don't think that they can... I just have lost any faith in Arrow that this particular storyline, they can write interestingly. No. Because it wasn't that interesting when we were coming up with names, okay? If and they what, wanted to show her developing smoke tech, we would have seen. We would have seen it by it now. By now. Yeah. And here's the other thing: I think a <laughs> lot of the reasons why they rolled Curtis into it was so um, Felicity would have somebody to talk to about her company, okay? But we're all like, "Fuck Curtis, get him the hell out of there!" <laughs> so like, Curtis. "Oh shit," you know what I mean? They didn't like they that. They don't want to hire Elena on. Full-time. They don't want to hire Elena on full term. There's probably budgetary headcount issues. So I just my my hope is that what I really just want to see. I don't need to see Felicity pitching other board members and looking for investment money and like tinkering in the Arrow Cave with her. I, I just don't need to see any of that. I there's a part of me and I know this makes me a traitor to our people, but there's a part of me that agrees that this is kind of a stagnant storyline. Well, I just want to see it launched and like she's ruling the world like a badass and I'll people, be fine. People say they want a storyline for Felicity and then they automatically think that that's smoke tech. I think that no. I think a storyline for Felicity doesn't have to be about smoke tech. I agree. I, th- I think like we've been so focused on this for what four years that she had great storyline in 7a she had an amazing storyline in 7a i think it was one of her best ever it might have been her you best know, and, ever and is it is the rest of the season going to follow that same vein no probably not she's not in the episode description sorry anymore and all this stuff no it's like no it's not gonna it's it's not gonna maintain that level but we were up here when we're used to being down here right and so if we go from up here to back down here it's not necessarily like we've lost anything it's that we gained something for a time we appreciated it let's hope while mm-hmm. we had it well and arrow is we all back to yeah Arrow's, Whatever, Arrow's Arrow. always spinning the focus wheel. Okay, there's no supporting character that gets to stay in focus for an no. entire season. They they no. flip it. All right. So other than Oliver, who gets focused all the time because he's the show, everybody else is a supporting character. Okay. So obviously Felicity and Diggle are you know 
A supporting characters and now all the newbies and whatever, they're B supporting characters, but or they're D. still supporting <laughs> or D. We need to lower that grade letter. So I just, I think, and I'm sure we're going to get flooded with, oh, this is, these are all the ways that they can make smoke tech amazing and interesting. That's great. I have Here's a the problem. That I That's, have a feeling that 7B, the focus is going to be dig. I hope so. That would be nice. Um, you know, after 7A, we need some explanations here. Well, and just because we as audience members can be like, oh, here's all the ways that they can make smoke. This would be a great smoke tech storyline. That does not translate into Arrow picking up that no. ball and no. running with it. Okay. You know what? You know what that translates to? These are some great fic ideas. Exactly. And I know people get upset. Oh, just fic it. They do. No, they do, it's, it's... you don't have to do that. But I'm just saying if we... I'm saying I think people need to start lowering their expectations yeah. with smoke tech. I don't think it's going to be um, here's here's my the level of focus that fans have been in anticipating. I just in know. the episode of whatever seven a of when the flash forwards showed smoke tech, mm-hmm. I about had a joygasm right there. I was watching my yeah. I was like, oh my god, there's it is in the in the in the this universe in this well, universe's actually, future with yes. our felicity it's gonna happen it says smoke tech that's amazing i was so happy and from like a f- brief flash f- second everybody else is happy too and then everybody's all like now we need to see it get developed now we need to see it. you better not just have it in the flash forward and i'm like whoa why does not seeing it done in the the present make it any less awesome that it happened. I mean, we never saw Queen um, Consolidated formed. It just existed. No, those those storyline. I mean, Moira Queen was a what a was a badass running Queen Consolidated. Why? Why? But uh, how often did we see Moira Queen in the right. boardroom? True. We saw her at home. Yeah, with her family. Well, again, that's what I'm saying. I think that they've promised something that okay, they followed through on in the flash forwards. But I think if when I really sat down and I thought about what do I want to see for Smoke Tech? I want to see it created. Well, what is that? I was like, well, it's her coming up with the name. It's her, you know, deciding what she wants to make and creating that. It's her hiring people. We've, it's her having do- a building with her name and on it. her having Boom. a building with her name on it. <laughs> and I was like, they've done three out of the four. They've done it. So all the rest of it, we need to see it created. The rest of it, guys, is Felicity pitching people to invest in her in her company. Like I that's logistics, and I don't. I don't, don't want to. Does anyone want to see? That? I don't want to see that. That's that boring. can happen over a hiatus. Yeah, a have it a five month <laughs> jump, and then boom, she's you know running her world. That's what I would like to see. I would. I would. You know what? I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even mind the the here's, hiatus. Here's here's what I'm to gonna happen. I'm gonna dog leg over. <laughs> We're gonna be another. in so much trouble. They're gonna come for our lives, Callie. Listen, Just remember, we love no, you this all. Is, this is where I redeem myself <laughs> a little bit, or redeem us a little bit. I'm dog legging over in speculation. Okay. Here. All right. Here we go. So we expect Maya Queen is coming soon. Yes. Maybe Felicity doesn't really start going whole hog on Smoke Tech until after Maya Queen is born. Well, I think the flash forwards have raised an interesting point, which is how long did it take Smoke Tech to get off the ground in that, um, in this 
formation. Well, it hit his heyday after William had left home. So. Right. So what they're saying <laughs> is it takes Felicity a while to get up and running. So Which William it would for a big company. I mean, that big just makes sense. Don't become big. Overnight. No, it's not an overnight thing. And. Yeah. You know, we, there might be a helix dynamics formation, and then could be. God I willing, hope not. Curtis gets <laughs> sent off to wherever you know I Walter per- lives, and we never I see Curtis see, again. I can see after the baby is born, then well, now they're going like, to get real. Now pissed at you. I'm going to get. You, they're going to get real mad at you. I now. don't give a shit because <laughs> <laughs> you just said. She can't do the smoke text storyline no, no, until not she's saying pregnant. That she can't. I'm just saying yeah. that it maybe that this won't is the character's personal mind. Yeah, maybe this is a personal choice. That's yeah. fair. That she'll be thinking, I'll do Helix, I'll do this, I'll do that, whatever. Maya's born, she's like, I'm gonna make fucking smoke tech. Here's the Boom. other thing. And this is always <laughs> my thing with Because your goals refocus after you have Right. Time. Here's my I'm thing sorry, with uh, that always comes with Felicity and Jiggle. <laughs> When Felicity and Tickle get removed from Team Arrow, that's when they start really hurting on the character focus side of things. So Diggle has been removed from... Well, there is no Team Arrow right now. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's no Team Arrow. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's it, you know, problem. Felicity was... <laughs> they shifted the... They shifted the... The main, who's going to carry the way of the show while we locked up Steve? And they moved it to Emily, and, that, and she did amazing, and it was fantastic. But Diggle's been off doing his own thing for a while now, and Diggle has, like, zero focus. Felicity still had major focus because it was essentially, she was the arrow part of the arrow. You know what I mean? She's trying to get the arrow out of prison. So my thing is, where I get nervous about focus is when that crime fighting aspect gets jacked around. So my more of my focus is getting the band back together at some point, which everyone is also really worried about that. Everyone is really freaking out about um, Oliver working (laughs) with Dinah. Like, oh, who gives a shit? Well, that's what I mean. That's my thing. How is that different than him working with Quentin? Well, How is it any different? It's not. Than with it's Quentin? not. I th- I feel like it's 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 this it's concern like it's gonna be permanent. Well, they're like, oh, he's working with a woman, and her name is Dinah. She's a black canary. Oh no, he's gonna cheat on Felicity. It's like you guys, you need to step away. <laughs> I think there's a lot of like <laughs> we're sick breath. of. I think a lot of what I think what they're some people are bringing into it is yeah. they're sick of Dinah. Which hey. That's Feel fair. that, yeah. <laughs> but Dinah I also, was a little bit much. Dinah, well, Dinah had they had to. Here's the thing: they had to pick a character. Okay, everyone hated Renee. Everyone hates Curtis, and everyone hates Dinah. She seemed the most least objectionable. She seemed at the, the least, yeah, the least objectionable <laughs> of the time. They are not going to give us what we want in the flash forwards because they know what we want. We want yeah. to know where Oliver, Felicity, and Diggle are. They're not going to give that to us until we have some nice sweeps episodes. That's just. That's TV, guys. I don't I don't know how many different times I can explain it, but we'll do it one more time. They're going to unveil their major plot points when advertisers, when, there's, when they're focusing on getting more money for advertising. That's just how it works. So my thing is you need to start, so, exactly. So it's like, 
we have Dinah, okay, and Dinah, woo, we get to find out where Dinah is. Does anyone care? No, but then she has the exposition job where she has to tell all the other entering characters like William and Roy what the fuck is going on, all right? <laughs> and she has also been charged with selling this whole Felicity is dead storyline. And evil. And evil. So it makes Which her sound like a bitch. Felicity fans I rate. Exactly. Like yeah. I- I'm not saying Dinah is coming off great, but I'm saying she's been saddled with some unpleasant jobs here in the well, flash How would forwards. we feel if it was Renee doing it? We'd hate Renee. If exactly. it was Curtis doing it, we'd hate Curtis. Exactly. If it was Diggle doing it, we'd be we'd like, Diggle, what the fuck? Fuck you, Diggle. <laughs> Why aren't you looking for her? <laughs> exactly. Get off your ass. Yeah, it's like, she's not dead. We were never going to like whoever was doing this I job. mean, if Diggle says Felicity is dead and he doesn't bring us fucking dental records, we'd have his hide. You know we would. So, and then on top of the flash forwards, we have Dinah in the present day. So Dinah is pulling double duty. She's the only character on Arrow right now pulling double duty in present day and in the flashbacks. So yeah, I agree. We're getting a lot of Dinah. And the big, and the big, what I, I just roared, the big like twist, the tease was come back. And find out what happened to Renee Ramirez like, in the Flash Force. Like, like, what the hell? What like, please, we care? Let me go racing to my remote on January oh, whatever, 21st. No, thank you. Yeah, so. I will watch it the next day. So I think everybody's <laughs> starting to freak out that, you know, they're shoving Felicity, Felicity aside for Dinah and Oliver's no. going to work for her. Oh, you guys, of course. Oliver is a better crime fighter than Dinah Drake. That's the whole point of this. The whole point is to to saddle Oliver up to somebody who's doing, you know, legally. He's going to fight crime legally, all right? Because right now they still have the anti-vigilante law saddled around this poor bastard. So he's going <laughs> to fight crime. He's going to be the Green Arrow consultant, all right? And do you think it's going to work? No. Probably not. That's not going to work. <laughs> The, the police department, the judges, the lawyers, the citizens, they're all going to be like, well, I guess the way Oliver was vigilante and really did work, and maybe hmm, maybe we should let him do it. Mm, maybe we should like get rid of this law. Oh, we love the Green Arrow now. That's where this is going. Tell us how you really feel. As we're, I'm, just, I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. <laughs> it's happening right now. Of course, as usual, I can be wrong. I'm just saying that this is where I think it's going. So I, I, I understand everyone's like real sick of Dinah, and I feel you on that, but just don't panic We're that this is somehow permanent. Dinah. It's not permanent. Well, and it's not conveying that like, oh no, she's going to take Felicity's place, blah, blah, blah. Listen. It's they, none of that. Okay. L- let's just talk about the Laurel Lance fandom. If y'all are listening to the Laurel Lance fandom, and by the way, if a Laurel Please Lance don't. fan member is listening to this podcast. <laughs> You might want yeah, to turn the sound to down. This. Stop listening to them. They're insane. <laughs> they have actual no ability to watch this show and comprehend, A, comprehend what's what's happening, and None. B, predict what's going to happen. They have absolutely no ability in that area, okay? No. They refuse to re- accept reality. They're pretty lame. Uh, they're... You know, <laughs> Arrow's way. Okay, let's have the Black Canary and Green Arrow team up as police officers fighting crime. Okay, but then they as long take as that not shagging in a yeah, dark but, room. But that's what they do. Shit. But that's what the comic <laughs> back, book fans do. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna sleep together, and Felicity's gonna die, and then he's gonna marry 
you can insert that storyline. They're going to sleep together. It's always Oliver's going to cheat on Felicity with Dinah. Then Felicity's going to die. And then Oliver's going to end up with the Black Canary. That's Don't these people get tired? You can add those three <laughs> plot points onto any theory that they and have. What blows my mind, it doesn't blow my mind that they, they keep saying it because consistency is key. Mm-hmm. But what blows my mind is the number of Elicity fans who see this and let it get to them. It's not happening. Like... You guys, I don't know how many times we have to have this. Well, also, I don't really know how many more times the producers have to say it. They have said repeatedly, there's going to be no Oliver Queen and Black Siren. They said there's going to be no romance with Black Canary. They've said Felicity is it. Yes. Okay. Like that. That's it. It's over. Endgame is already (laughs) over. It's done. <laughs> we won! Woohoo! Throw a party! Let it go! Yeah, like it's just like even if Felicity, let's just let's just go let's just go down the road. Even if Felicity dies, they still decided Endgame. If Felicity dies, that's not Oliver breaking up with Felicity but and choosing something else. If she dies three weeks before the flash forwards, Oliver's already dead. So right. guess what? Everyone's dead in the flash forwards. That's why it sucks, guys. I, I don't know how many times we have to keep telling you. Do that. I got to listen to the insane she's people. She's not dying. She's not leaving town. No. no. She's Oliver's true love. He said. It's just. It's just in the. Now we're shouting. See, See this yeah. is what happens. We get so worked up. Then the shouting that. starts. Sorry. We turn, down, turn down your listen, volume. Turn down your volume. <laughs> Guys. In 709. The last Elicity scene that we saw. Of this year they said you will always be the love of my life no matter fucking what i mean does he need to tattoo her name on his ass like i don't I know don't other ways the guy can say it i, I would be fine <sighs> with that we could see an episode of oliver tattooing for his name on his ass but i don't know that, what no. other permanency people need to yeah. hear and in order to hear it and then lock out the crazy people. Don't listen to the crazy. They have been saying that same shit They've for never the last right. seven years <laughs> and never once, never yeah. once have they been yeah. correct. And they will yeah. never be correct because they yeah. refuse to accept what the show is. That's it. Arrow has chosen this is this is Mark Guggenheim and Beth Schwartz vision of Arrow. It does not match up to the comics. They made their peace with that a long time ago. Yep. And that's just the end of the story. And these guys who are living in their mama's basement can't let it go. Let it go. So you just can't listen to them. <laughs> just stop listening. Just stop. Anytime there's they're anything just... Black Canary, anything, you just, joop, 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 joop. they don't, don't exist because nope. they're crazy. They have You're... insanity. You are making crazy talk. I don't listen to crazy talk. No, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. it's just it's absolutely just stop. no. Just stop, guys. We don't like it's it. fine. Okay. It's fine. Don't All worry. right. So now that we've like shattered your soul about smoke tech, we probably should talk about happier things because you know. Yeah, Felicity <laughs> is not going to have the same storyline. Oliver is going to work with Dinah. We're just going to have to deal with it. Well, and like mentally prepare. Immediately lower your expectations, Immediately friends. lower it. Lower it because we're if heading you got to watch it the next day or two days later or what, whatever. Love yourself. That. Love yourself because you know where we're headed into? We're headed into mid-season. 10 through it's 15. Bad. And it's, it's the slump time and they're always shit. 
It's always I shitty episodes. I like to think that we're going to get some nuggets of gold in there. Listen. But who's to say? Listen. Maybe who's they're going to gonna surprise us. Maybe, maybe the mid-season, they're just going to turn it around. And it's going to be spectacular. I would say that is unlikely. <laughs> But, Have they ever but before? go ahead and surprise. Yeah, I mean, ahead. well, listen, let's look at it this way. Like 510 was a good episode. Right. 411 it's, was a good episode. Yeah. There's normally a nugget. was a good episode. We get you know, an like, episode. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, but there's in good general, in there. do we focus on the 11 through 15 range very often? No. When we're reminiscing about seasons. Really no, we don't. Nope, nope. We just go straight to like the 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. We like, don't talk about any of the other ones. <laughs> we know where the bread is buttered. Right. So, so okay. just, yeah, just lower your expectations. Take a deep breath. Now. And away we go. We're going to talk about some of our favorite elicity scenes. This is something yeah. we've been talking about doing for a long time I finally got off my ass. <laughs> I'll have a meta so, on my page about it. We're not going to go into super yeah. ton of death, but we're just going to like no, Jen, you start us off like. It doesn't have to be your most favorite, but... Like, Are we... Okay. I think we'll work up to my most favorite. I'm not even doing mine in any remote kind okay. of but All right, I'm whatever. Just gonna, I'm just flying my pants. Okay. So okay, I think, bye. like, the one you have to start with is the first one. Their first meeting. Because that just really? set it up. Okay. Tell, That's tell for me. me. Why, why you love that one. I love that one because when I was watching live, I watched it live in real time, and I remember the first two episodes, like... I wanted to root for Oliver, but he's kind of an asshole. So it's, it was very, like, you know he's a good person, but he's very robotic. He's very hardened. It's, he's just, he's, it's tough to kind of be like, okay, I know this guy is going to be like this great superhero, but I just can't really figure it out. And that scene with Emily, I literally thought, oh, there you are, Oliver. Yeah. I kind of fell in love with the character the same way Felicity did in that moment, you know, and the little smile and just he had a nice, because he had been nice and soft with the people he loved, but any stranger, he was kind of like, fuck you. Um, so th that whole scene well, where he's he just like, he's never met her before and he just softened. Yeah. And it was, was based in light and... Yeah, he just relaxed. It was like, you know, his posture changed and he just kind of like, it's like Oliver took a breath, you know? It was just like. <laughs> we just, all did. We you're all like, took oh, a can we just like relax, dude? Like, you're not going to save the city in two episodes. Calm down. So it's kind of like, he just kind of took a moment and he really just, the, the really, really, really amazing person that's underneath all the pain and the anger kind of shined through in the moment. And it was just such a natural exchanged and felicity was hysterical her reaction that generated that smile i laughed out loud and i had yet to laugh in arrow we weren't really it wasn't really a ball full of fun <laughs> first two well, episodes. it was one of those things her reaction you could tell she th found him attractive right but at the same time she wasn't necessarily going to be duped by a pretty face Right. She's like, she wasn't just going to be like, oh, Mr. Queen. I mean, you know? she was similar to Diggle in which Diggle never bought any of Oliver's bullshit. <laughs> and neither did she. But it, Diggle had spent a great deal of time with Oliver, too. Yeah. So it's kind of like, eh. But she, I mean, right off the bat, she was like, no, you're just, that's ridiculous. I'm not please buying stop. it. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> you're embarrassing You're going to hurt yourself. You're hurting yourself. <laughs> So yeah, I, I think that for me, that really was the very first. And I wasn't expecting to see the character after that, but I was like, I really was like, who is that? 
I was like, that was a great yeah. scene. I was like, that added some levity to this really, because I'm not all about, you know, mind-numbing darkness over and over and over again. I you say aren't? again <laughs> to Callie, who's trying to get me to watch Sons of Anarchy, and I've already agreed to oh, Lost. It's and so Lost good. Is pa- no, no Sons of Anarchy. I'm putting my foot down. Okay, what's your next scene, Cal? So fucking good, though. We should have, like, out. memories playing over with Barbara Streisand. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to talk about, now, this is in no particular order, but right. I have to talk about 320. Oh, yeah. Okay, because, listen, you guys, <laughs> people who joined us at season three or later, just, they don't understand how long we waited and the uncertainty in waiting like Jen and I are certain now and a lot of us are certain now right but there was a time and place where we were not certain at all and And that's certain it was it was like oh my god are we ever gonna get this like I can remember I can remember during season two being like, oh, my God, I just need to see a kiss. Well, I just need to see a kiss. Here's the deal. Like, I was at the same emotional point of, like, the waiting, but I was cut off from the support network. I wasn't (laughs) online with the fandom. I was just, like, all by myself (laughs) out here in misery. Oh, Jen. I know. But but seriously, (laughs) it it was all this waiting. And going into season three, we knew we were going to kick off. 301 with a date that was like all the buzz that summer Oliver and Felicity are going on a date we also knew something bad's gonna happen on this date because Arrow right (laughs) so we we just knew and we knew that something bad was gonna happen to Elicity but at the same time they were finally going there so I remember knowing that while I was expecting a kiss in 223 and they didn't show it to us, but I knew. Which was weird. Was. I always thought that cut uh, was strange. No. I was like, that I makes knew more there was sense if there was a kiss. Yeah, there I always was thought actual, too. No, but there was actual spoilers. There was a kiss. Oh, so really? When there wasn't, oh. I was like, where the fuck is it? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm so amazed Mark Guggenheim lived through that. I can't even imagine. I was like, for a well, and Stephen, oh Stephen famously said our most amazing moment in the finale is going to be a moment of pure silence oh yeah oh yeah i remember fucking hell there's gonna be a kiss Mm -hmm. like there was gonna be a kiss there was all this expectation for a kiss and then nothing nothing i was so mad (laughs) so all these people are like oh i love the the," uh, the," there's things i love about the mansion scene don't get me wrong but at the same time, I was so mad that there wasn't a kiss. I and can understand why your expectation was, yes. It, it took me a little bit to kind of like... Be okay with it. Well, no wonder you were pissed after that episode. I was so pissed. I was just I did not know that. I did not know there were kiss spoilers. So I totally understand that It was from the paparazzi guys. Oh, gotcha. See, again, this is the shit you miss when you're just sitting in your living room and not with the people. Might have been nice. I know. But anyhow, so... but. That all said, like, I knew there was going to be a kiss in 301, but I can remember, like, around the time of SDCC, I remember, like, I was doing something in my room, like, I don't know, something mundane, like, getting dressed for the day, and I was kind of thinking about season three of Arrow, and I was like, oh, my God, got a whole big, long season, it's going to be rough, there's going to be moments, and then I stopped, and I was like, wait a minute, they're going 
to hook up this season. I knew it. Like, I knew it in my heart. I'm like, at some point this season, they are going to hook up. And I knew it was probably going to be after hiatus, but right. winter hiatus. But I knew it was going to happen. And I remember thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going from no kiss to that. And so there was this anticipation that just built and built and built and built. And there was the fandom at that time was amazing. Yeah, everybody it was, was really so positive. Exciting. Oh, yeah. Everybody was so excited. The The promo came out and everybody lost their minds. Everybody was friends and everybody was really positive. But it wasn't just like the fandom that made me love that scene. Like that scene itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how people can, can worry about Laurel or even her fans think that there's a chance for Laurel when they never had a scene like that. Well, I got to be honest, that level of nudity and sexuality on the CW is rare. Well, it is rare, but it's just like even even the, the, the heart-to-heart talk they right. had beforehand. Right, Like it was, it was intimate on all different levels and that's what made it so freaking amazing. Well, also, you, know, you kind of felt like, okay, I'm so glad I'm watching this. But it was so intimate. You're like, should I should be, watching, I be this? watching this? I don't care. It's not voyeuristic in a, in a sense. People are like, whatever. It's like I had but binoculars. Like, here's Felicity <laughs> telling Oliver, like, listen, you've changed my life. Regardless of what you're going to do now with this whole Ra's al thing. You know, you're an amazing man and you've changed my life and I'm in love with you. And the look on all of oh, his I know. face. It's like you 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 poor oh. simple pine tree. He's like stunned. He's like, "Oh, you love me?" <laughs> it was like, like come on, like dude, you did not up. know that. <laughs> come on, dude. But he that's what's the tragedy of Oliver Queen and why Felicity is just absolutely necessary as part of his life because he has this this never-ending self-hatred cycle. And he believes all the worst aspects of himself, and he completely but disregards that was the one best. Beautiful moment yeah. where he let himself. He believe let himself the best. believe that he's like, yeah, okay. So, and I think it was really well. The whole lead up to the episode was great because the reason why, because everyone, I remember everyone was really mad at Felicity that she did not say "I love you" back in three oh nine. That was a big. I was not, no, no. I, I remember bad. my no. You and I weren't <laughs> like the bloggers weren't, but the anons in my inbox, I got flooded, and I really? yeah, I they were oh. upset, and that I was like, so no, 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 because he wasn't telling her I love you because I want to have a relationship with you. He was no. telling I love you because I'm probably gonna die, and she knew that. So yes. it's like, okay, we're not really starting anything here. You're just like checking off a to-do list before, you know, you face your impending doom, you know? And this Oliver time... wasn't looking at her to be like, no, but I love you too. Don't go. No. And well, and you know, and one could like make it. an argument that if she said that, he might have stayed. He might have. Which, you know, we could argue was the better Fair option. Enough. But, you know, I, I, what I loved about the lead up to that is, you know, in that whole episode, he's really letting Felicity take care of him because he's devastated because of what happened to Thea. And she's putting blankets yeah. on him. She's getting planes for him. She's coordinating everything. And he just, he doesn't have to take care of everything. He's just kind of like, he's almost like in a state of shock. And, you know, he's he's really unloading a lot of like really. Well, he was in a state of shock. They, they showed it with him being cold. Yes. Oh, hospital. you're right. I was like, why was I thinking of He cold? was like sitting there kind of rubbing his right. arms. Right, he was cold. And it was like, he was cold. Mm-hmm. And then Felicity brought him that blanket. Yeah. Which is very, you know, it was almost she was like his trauma counselor, you know? And he he unloaded a really dark secret to her. 
you know, yeah. like this is the ugliest, one of the ugliest things I've ever done. And this is what I love about Felicity. She's just like, yeah, that's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> do what you gotta that's do, fun. baby. <laughs> so, I get, I get yeah. why you did that. She, none of the horrible things that Oliver ever confesses to her changes how she feels about him one iota. And he always thinks it's going to change how she feels about him. And it never does. And he constantly is testing that. You know what I mean? And she's like, no. No, you're, we're still good. So I, the reason why she told him in that moment, part of it was, yes, this was her last chance to really say it to him. But also he was really opening himself to a relationship. She was, he was allowing Felicity to love him. So she was finally comfortable and feeling like this is going to have the impact I want it to on him by telling him I love him. And then there was just wall-to-wall hot sex, which... <laughs> but it was it was really truly a series moment it was like, really beautifully shot too i gotta give the director credit because it was just what i love about it is it wasn't overly gratuitous um because we have seen sex scenes with oliver queen before but they they're very physical uh, to me it has not as much to do with emotion but the way that they kept them covered under the blanket like they wanted to show them actually having sex but they wanted to keep it like this is Oliver making love. This is not Oliver having sex, which I thought was a it, real the, the focus was switch. absolutely on the emotion. On the emotion of was, it, which I was like, yes. Yeah. And also, we all just lost our god blessed minds. Well, it was yeah, funny because it, it spoiled in the promo, and what I was worried about. Okay, well, they they showed it in the promo, which I got to be honest with you guys. Season three had a wildly season three and season four had a wildly <laughs> bad habit. Of spoiling, of spoiling the biggest shit in the episode. The promos. They were all, were, it was awful. Well, don't you remember there were the Asian promos that would come out? Yes. And like the Asian promos. I remember like Mark was like, away. it was like the fucking CIA with the producers like, we've got someone on it. We're trying to knock it down. You know, it's like, but like then they started doing it with the US promos. Yeah. And I think actually Mark and Wendy went to go talk to them and be like, stop spoiling everything. Um, but <laughs> so what I was worried about was, Okay, we've seen it in the promo. We've been losing our minds for months and months and months. And I was just like, is it going to live up to the hype? It and it did. <laughs> it was it actually did. better than what I thought it was going to be. So, because I actually thought, because there was also a habit of, they'll show something in the promo and then it gets cut in the episode. And I remember thinking, they're going to cut that bra shot. I was just like, I, I, I was like, it's, there's no yeah. way that's making it past yeah. standards and no, whatever. Was so there. I was, I was Beth like, was Beth. the bra catcher. I was like, everyone who was in fan at the time yes. knows that. <laughs> she was bra wrangler. Oh, that's a good pick, Cal. Well, you know what? Since we you were talking about it a little bit, I, I put the wrong woman, I love you, as you one know, of my faves. I didn't list it, and I probably should have because that is such a moment. Well, for me, a lot of this what are my fave moments is like how was it for me watching it Yeah, the true. first time because I, I've talked about and written about all these moments so many times you know I'm just like I try to go back to like how was I feeling the first time I saw it and I was fucking stressed everyone's like oh Jen you always believe you listen listen no, <laughs> I did not I was not I didn't have a beat on on Mark Guggenheim and how that man wrote I didn't I I was like it would like I said it would have helped if I was in fandom but I just always felt like either they're just gonna tease it or they're going to go there and then they're going to end it and they're just going to, I always felt like the, the circle round is going to come back to Laurel. 
I really did not have any faith that they would deep six the plan A love story and that they were going to like thumb their nose essentially at the comic book storyline and have the Green Arrow and Black Canary not end up together. And part of that was history with other te- television shows. This they like I have always said they very rarely do this. What Emily Betricards did on this show is remarkable because it it just doesn't happen where a supporting character comes in and essentially unseats the lead actress. That's just that just doesn't happen very much. Especially when she was the biggest name. Yeah. In the cast. I mean, listen you guys, casting was coming in with some clout I would say for the CW level. I'm not talking Steven CBS. Steven was unknown. Steven was unknown. Steven was Colin Brady was the unknown. fucking werewolf from Vampire Diaries. That was his biggest, you know, main network TV gig. And yeah, he was... Willow com- was like mildly known. <laughs> Willow was... From, um, from the OC. Yeah, was was Marissa's baby sister. Round two. Yeah, so I mean, Katie Cassidy, also she has the na- last name Cassidy, which doesn't hurt her. I might. She was the big she name. She was the big name. So I just really never. So I was really excited because I was like, oh my God, in 206, I was like, oh my God, they're totally going there. It is going to happen. And then we had Sarah. I was like, okay, but then Sarah broke Sarah up with them. Sarah made us all, all, all. It was like, worried. what? Yeah, I was, I was, was a little it was, worried. It was, it was but then Sarah broke up with him. And I was like, yes. But then they brought Laurel back. And I'm like, no. I was really stressed out going into the finale. Because I knew Oliver was going to have to choose which one he loves the most. I wasn't that dead. see, I didn't have that same stress. And so I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my did. God. I did. I was because I just didn't. I refused like, to let you had. We had Sebastian Blood, whoever you love the most. And like, I didn't even think for a second it was going to be Laurel. Oh, I was like, for a well, this second. is literally the argument me and my father, were ha- <laughs> me and me, not my father, me and Nick were having. I was like, it's it's Felicity, right? He's like, yeah, got to be. I was like, it's Felicity. He's like, right. And then we both look at each other like, also, it could be Laurel. I'm like, no, it's not Laurel. Like, we would just go, I was like, it's got to be Felicity. I'm not crazy, right? He's like, no, I, I go, I say Felicity. Like, we're, it's like we're, like, putting bets down. I was like, I just, it just has to be. And I was also coming off a really bad season of The Vampire Diaries, so I was having a lot of emotional trauma of writers screwing me over. So, <laughs> that may have actually, Callie's actually watching the season of Vampire Diaries I was watching at the same time as the season two of Arrow. And she's like, no wonder you were so fucked up. I was like, right? Julie Pleck did a number on me. So yeah, I remember when he said, I love you. And oh no, I remember when he said he took the wrong woman. He took the wrong woman. Like, even though I was expecting him to say that, even though I was not necessarily those words. I was not expecting that. I was expecting, I wasn't expecting him. I wasn't expecting him to choose Felicity and then shade Laurel to that level. You know what it I mean? Was, yeah, the, the the level of shade. I was, was like, like, whoa! Oh, oh, the writers have made a choice. Yes, I was like, damn, <laughs> we have a right and a wrong woman. I got you. Yeah. yeah, it was really my mouth was on the floor when he said that. I was like, holy shit! There was like a shit. fan fiction called "The Wrong Woman." I, was like, That's I, I forget who wrote it, and it was amazing. And yeah. then like the ruse was revealed, and I was just devastated the bruise pissed me off and then i saw them on the beach and i was like and then he wouldn't say anything in his stupid wouldn't dopey s- motherfucker wouldn't say anything but he was so smiling like he him. had like eating cat and candy he's like a four-year-old that. kid i, I hated was like, well, just say something it. to her it's like how are you not saying anything i was like this taciturn everybody man. loves that but i hated it so well much. i liked it because i was like okay he totally loves her like it was i, I 
it was just, it was my internal, okay, he loves air. No, he doesn't. Wait, yeah, totally. He does. I'm not crazy. This isn't crazy. I know. Yeah, absolutely. And I was going insane. Like my husband was like, you've gone round the bend. <laughs> He's like, you got to stop. I was like, I can't, I can't stop. He's like, is this what it was like with Buffy? I was like, yeah, but like Buffy didn't like torture me with like these unknowns like this. And I went online and I saw, I didn't even, you guys, I didn't even know what the episode titles were. I was so off the beaten path. I was in the, I was in the weeds. I was all by myself. I was like Bambi in the thicket. <laughs> Only mama deer isn't there to protect me from man. <laughs> Yeah, I was. So when I saw that it was the unthinkable sacrificing Felicity was the unthinkable moment, I was like, oh, okay, I was right. Yeah, Felicity's like, you and I are unthinkable. And they're like, uh, uh, uh. And like, from that moment on, I was like, I am never doubting. My thing was, I'm never doubting my interpretation of the scenes again. Because I was like, everything I was thinking all all season long, I was right all along. So I just said, I need to just, and I said, I've got to beat on how these writers work. I'm not always going to be right, but I was like, I, they've picked a lane. And I believe that. So, and I think, you know, obviously the lead up to SDCC for season three was even more. It was like, it was like the Felicity Smoke coming out party. It was just like the unveiling of their new lead actress. It was really, it was really something else. I was like, whoa. Well, but it was also really strange because that was the SDCC that um, they made all the women work clear through Friday night during Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you're right. And the Arrow panel was Friday night. So they weren't at the Arrow panel. Katie, Katie, and Emily Mm -hmm. were all filming. Mm -hmm. And they flew down and everything together the next morning. Yep. Well, and Steve was just... It's like they let Steve off his leash... Oh, Steve was just like running around to everybody. Hey, guess who's who's my love interest? It's Felicity. Suck it, haters. It was really hysterical. He was just, because like Steve was was always like pushing for Felicity, pushing for Felicity and like trying to do it subtly. You know what I mean? But like after season three, he was just like. I got my way. It was just hilarious. It's like, yeah, I agree. Okay, so that's one. Yeah, that was what fun. was another one um, for you? Let me see. I've got so many. Um, I should probably. I oh, know. I have to talk about 207. Oh. Okay. Now, listen. So I've talked before about how about 207 before. is like my touchstone for this show. But it really is like it's the first episode I watched live. Oh, girl. I was fresh you off You were missing bin. out. You were missing out on the live I know. experience. But I, I, was, I was fresh off the binge. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's really funny because I, before this, I'd been, I was a big Doctor Who gal. And I was watching episodes of Doctor Who that weren't airing live. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. I was binging, I was basically watching Stuff that had happened a year, couple years beforehand. And so everything was already known. I wasn't used to watching and being in a fandom for a show that's currently airing. It was a very new th- sort of thing for me. And I would had just started, like I'd caught up on my binge and everything, and I, or I was close to catching up. I think I was at 203. And I was starting to like go around and look at tumblers 
and go peeking on Twitter. And I just happened without even thinking on a Wednesday at about 5.40 p.m. my time, mm-hmm. I checked Twitter. Or now, I'm West Coast, so 5.40 yeah. p.m. would have been at about 8.40 8 p.m. Yep. And I saw this crashing thunder <laughs> from all these people in the because I just I, I looked up the hashtag elicity. What's what's happening with the the elicity fandom right now? Like why did I check it then? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was it stupid. Was, it was Jesus and talking to you. I didn't know. And all I all I saw was like three arrows. And I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and I was like, okay, well I guess I'm watching live tonight. Yeah. Because I was very intrigued what got everybody so fucking excited. Oh my god. Because everybody was so fucking that excited. Scene. And I tuned in and I watched the scene. And let me tell you, it gave me chills. Like everybody talks about uh, the no choice to make. And yes, yes, that was all lovely and everything. For some reason, I've never been about the pretty words as much as I have been about the actions. Mm. And there was a lot of action in that scene. There was there was some beautiful, beautiful, pretty action because first you have Oliver's reaction to the phone call and his face, his face, and he He was like his mother's trial. Walked out. What about the jury? Like I I gotta go. Go. Really? I was like, wow. And he goes running over there, and he's got his hood down and no paint on his face, Mm -hmm. and he's just like he's there after his girl. It was and so hot in the leather pants. It was just uh, like he was coming in, like get your fucking hands off my woman. It was so hot. It, oh yeah, and the count was just uh, like stroking her hair. Oh, I know. And then he Oliver made that. Was just like personal satisfaction. Like that uh, was the first. Like Alyssa was a lot about friendship and love. Okay, but that scene was really like heightened in sexual innuendo, and essentially the 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 count is threatening to rape Felicity. That's what it meant. And, and Oliver's like, I mean, Oliver's reaction to that, the idea a of another man putting his hands on Felicity makes him want to vomit, but anything like, it was really like, I was like, you're going to die. You're going to die. Like, you can't say that shit. I was like, you're just, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, you have a gun, but whatever, you're going to die. It was just, he was, he was really, he was really towing some dangerous ground. Oh my God. I was ready to kill him. I didn't have any weapons. So I was like, and here's the thing. And many people brought this up and it was so true. Three arrows was overkill. Oh my god! It okay. was like that's the that's what you fucking get for put your hands on my woman and then also threatening to rape her because like you just he just needed like, one one arrow <laughs> would be enough. Totally sad. And then he saw him stumbling towards the window. He puts another one he in like, him. He's gonna, right there at mm-hmm. the window and he knows. Listen, that window has been shot because the count had been shooting, mm-hmm. so it had bullet holes in it. Mm-hmm. It was weakened. He's like. I give one more arrow and it's going, it's going to push him out the window. And Oliver wanted it too. Well, I what I love about the the uh, the actual weapon Oliver chooses is is he chose it uh, because he feels that it's more controlled 
than there was nothing controlled a gun. In that reaction. And there was nothing I mean, controlled. It was it was, pure, it was controlled. It was, his actions were controlled. Yeah, but it was but his pure rage. Were, it was pure rage. Yeah. He was just. I I don't really feel like Oliver has really murdered. I mean, he's we don't angry. See him do that a he's lot. angry, <laughs> but he's also very methodical about it. Like this is just what needs to be done. Um, it's almost always a kill or be killed moment. But in that particular moment, I was like, that this actually this kill feels like vengeance to me. I was like, the closest we got to seeing that level from Oliver was after Felicity was shot, when he was out pounding the pavement looking for Damien Dark in four ten. Yeah. And he was like going through ghosts like tissue paper. Yeah. I, th- th- I think that's a really important distinction with Oliver. Cause yeah, he's a, he kills, he's a killer, but, um, and this is why five was so important to like drill down on why Oliver kills, but I never really saw it as he's doing this. He, and he had this argument with, um, Helena. He was like, it's not vengeance. I'm not pursuing vengeance. I'm pursuing justice. There's a difference. You know, but I was Except like... Except in those I'm not moments. in this episode, you're not, so... <laughs> and there, there's a few moments and they involve Felicity. Well, and, and it was really cool to how his hood vengeance. was down. Oh, it was. Because it was that doesn't beautiful. happen very often, particularly early in the season, because nobody knows who the arrow is. But he shows up with it down. Like he knows that. Well, the count already knew. Right. The count knew, but I, I was an, it was an interesting choice to me because Oliver's constantly trying to keep these two identities separate. And he kind of walks in and he's, it was a bit of a signal that Felicity, it's symbolically Felicity is the the way he's going to merge these two identities. He wasn't. He wasn't just there as the arrow. No, he was there as Oliver Queen. He wasn't just there as Oliver Queen. He was, he was there, there as, as both. As, right. As both. And I can't really remember that. I think that might have been the first time. I don't know. I'm not it sure. was just beautiful. Maybe when Tommy died. And then the died, way, but... like, after he's broken his vow to Tommy, mm-hmm. he's killed the cow. Mm-hmm. And then. Oh, can we fashion. talk about how Felicity's like, don't do it for me? Yeah. yeah. Like, Felicity's oh believe, and, and she knows how important this vow is to Tommy. Felicity's willing to die. So Oliver will not break his promise to his best friend. And Oliver's like, not fucking like, girl, you're crazy. I was like, yeah, I was just like, okay, he needs to marry her and have a bunch of babies. Like, what are we even doing? You know, like after he kills, then he goes over to Felicity and he's just like the softest little butter bean to ever soft. The smitten kitten (laughs) of the entire litter. It's just, he's so gentle. And it was such a, it was such a shift. Because it was pure rage, and she's like, she's very traumatized, and she's just like not looking. Because I, th- I think this is really the first time Felicity. I mean, she had. Um, I want to say she, I mean, she had some run-ins before, but this one was really scary. Scary, and she, she came close. She came close to dying. So I, I, she's really crouched in almost a post-traumatic position. And he touches her, and she jumps a mile. And he's like, "No, no, no." Well, and then the first thing she notices is that he was hurt. I know. He was shot. She's like, "Oh, you're shot." And he's like, "It's nothing." I'm like, "Oh my god, I want you guys to have sex right now!" Like, why are we waiting? (laughs) Here's the thing. When I saw that, that was the first big for me, at least. Oh, girl, that's a good episode to come in on. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a very big He's like okay, in his special Felicity and voice and oh. I feel like the rest of season two was like a series of now kiss, now kiss, now kiss. Well, now we, kiss. Should, we should get oh into that because my favorite ever, and they have yet to beat it. I'm sorry, is 301 Kiss. I know you love it. I love it. I will never. And everyone's like, why? Because I feel and like see, everyone likes Ying Yang Kiss more, or they like no. But the first kiss was was iconic. Well, I gotta say, in the history of all the shows I've watched and all the ships I've shipped, and I assure you, there are many. Um, that was the best first kiss I've ever seen, and I include Buffy and Angel in that. I include Stefan and Alina in that. So to me, it was just, that's like, it was like the perfect combination of what I love in love stories. It was super romantic and super angsty. It was. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was just beautiful. And it was. I couldn't be too upset about 223 anymore after I saw No. It. And I, I after seeing 223, when Mark <laughs> released that clip, I was like, that was the right call to delete it, to cut it. Because I think the 301 kiss is, is better than the 223 much, kiss. Much, much better. And much I didn't better. want their first kiss to be like part of selling this lie. It was, a, it was I know it would have been a moment of truth, but it's really Oliver giving himself a moment to really love Felicity before he lets her go. And it's very honest because she's like, okay, just tell me you don't love me and this is over forever. And he can't do it. It's like she tells him, stop dangling babies. And he's like, okay, except I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> except I'm going to dangle a big fucking Big-ass baby. baby. And she's like, what are you doing? It was like, and then he's like, I have to say, he has yet the sexiest line ever spoken on Arrow is, don't ask me to say I don't love you. He drops to that lower register. And I'm like, again, why aren't we having sex? There's a closet go into it it was just like my heart stopped when he said that i must have rewound it 50 god blessed times i was like it's still my favorite sexy line you know that was another one of those things where the it was teased out in a promo it was teased out in a promo but they didn't show the kiss they showed it uh, something from another angle yeah it was a different sort of looking it was a thing. very different angle it looked very different than what we and, actually saw but we didn't actually see their lips meet in the promo right but i remember all the the elicity fans emergency awesome guy all these people were like i think this is a ruse i don't think they actually kiss blah 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 and it was like oh also if you're a person who listens to emergency guys, awesome i've gone don't. i've gone rounds <laughs> with that guy he's clueless that's another one you guys y'all need to stop listening to because again he has absolutely no conception of like what the show is actually about so just stop listening to him there i feel better now <laughs> good i'm glad you do i'm sure he's a lovely person no can't i'm sure stand he's not. Any of his, uh, ever since he sat there and tried to blow sunshine up our ass about about it being a ruse i was like you're kidding oh he and i went several rounds over laurel dying because somebody gave him my theory I think, and he went off about it. I was like, okay. He didn't like he it. He didn't like it. it. I'm like, feelings. well, hmm, tough shit. That's what they're doing. Um, well, and I also love the way they kiss. Because, like, we've gotten a lot more tongue as things have progressed. They are big tongue kissers. They're big tongue kissers. Babies. I support that, Stephen and Emily. Excellent acting choice. Doing Knock God's it out. work. Doing God's work. Jesus is pleased. But in the first kiss, there's no tongue. 
it's very gentle and it's just kind of like it's very reverent yeah he's like worshiping her in that moment and he's just like he's holding her face and they're turning and it's just he's trying to make it last as long as possible and like it's gonna be over they're over right so like and they both like break apart at the same time and they're like micro inches away and they're just like breathing each other it's like everyone they're just like savoring the kiss and like and you can see their breath yeah and oliver's like almost there's a little bit of a a head move it looks like he's gonna go in for another one and i'm like do it do it do it and then he doesn't so and then he wants to yeah he oh my god to. he wants he to knows, kiss her so bad again he knows that if he kisses her again that he'll never be able well to it's sort of like oh i can't i can't be with her because then the minute i'll be with her i can't do any of my heroine okay and so like he gives himself this moment where he's like okay i'm gonna kiss her i'm just gonna let myself love her and then he's like fuck I really love her. <laughs> it's like it's like the best shit ever. I want to make out with her all the time. I just want to make babies, and I want to grow old with her. And he's just like, I am such an idiot. And we're like, Yes, you are. It was just so perfect. And then, of course, everyone knows my light symbolism obsession with the light. I just love how Arrow doesn't even try to be subtle. No. They're just like, fuck it. We're just going to put a spotlight on these two. <laughs> like, the fact that they haven't even been remotely subtle, that they explicitly say these things. I know. Either in the show or in interviews, and then people still come They're out like, as confused. all worried about shit. That's right. And we're like, how? How can you be worried? Like, you guys. It's right there. It's like, that's what we always say. It's the Sesame Street of shipping. Like, this is not a difficult show. <laughs> this is super it's easy. It's not There's easy. There's so, so many other shows that are so mean to shippers that are just, it's just. I usually don't, like, super invest in ships, but I'll be, like, watching something. I'm like, man, they were so mean to the shippers on this show. Like, like Vampire there's so many shows like that. <laughs> there's so many shows like that, though. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, and there's like a lack of. Co- what I, here's what I respect about Arrow, and this is something that they do for better or for worse. But if they if they tease something, they go, follow through with it. Yeah. There's not a lot of chicken shit writing, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying they make the best writing decisions ever. Um, they've certainly fallen prey to a lot of the uh, classic TV disaster <laughs> choices the, they've been afraid of the moonlighting curse and all that stuff and but what i like about them is if they're going to foreshadow something then they make it happen i i really think it's very rare that it doesn't follow through so i, I and again that's the same with like smoke tech they've teased smoke tech they showed us that it happens so they're good <laughs> you know what i mean it's kind of yeah so i really did love that you know the love story with Felicity and what they were teasing, they were really following through with it, even if they weren't together. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Okay. What's your next one, Cal? Oh God. I know there's we so need, need many. To this down. Okay. First I'm going to do a list. Okay. I'm just going to do You're gonna a, a run quick it through. list. You're going to run it through? Because I'm going to spend a lot of time on, on one particular. Oh scene, yeah. So. You have a thing. I forgot. So I'm going to run through a list. I mentioned 301, but not the kiss. Mm-hmm. I love the date. Oh, yeah. I, I know I said, I'm all about action, not the pretty words. There was a lot of fucking pretty words on that date, mm-hmm. okay? But there was some action, too. I mean, there was the looks they were giving each other. There was her dress, her hair, 
the lighting, mm-hmm. the restaurant. It was the perfect first was date. Like, it really was. Because it was it, a little bit like we had the same concerns as Oliver and Felicity. Like, what do they talk about? <laughs> well, and he's sitting there and he's saying, you're the first person I could see as a person. And it was like, oh, my God, why not just put a big flashing endgame sign above mm-hmm. them? This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. Okay. Next one. The trust and a book at scene from oh, 112 that's a classic building block it's a beautiful scene to look at mm-hmm. it's it's got all like you say it's a building block mm-hmm. for everything that came after mm-hmm. that was solid elicity foundation that's a cornerstone yep beautiful um 609 oh yeah the wedding reception mm-hmm yeah. I did love the wedding reception. Yeah. We were so freaking lucky to get that. It was like every. It was just guys. like all the goodies. You have no idea. It's how like lucky it's we are. like it's like Mark Guggenheim knew I was looking through Bride magazine, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna give, give you all this him. shit." Here's a cake. Here's the bouquet. Here's the bouquet. Here's, here's your dress. I'm like, here's she's walking dance, down the aisle. First dance. It's like, oh it's like, my check god, check it all off. I'm like, that's goddamn right. You better give it to me in six years. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Yes. Okay, the two ten fight. Okay, everybody oh, likes yeah. that you're my partner, but I liked the the fight. Excuse me, yeah. get your head out of your ass! Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yep. she's wearing that hot outfit. Yep. Love that. We'll always love that. One of my favorites. Um, speaking of fights, I also like two o two when he sh- she's waiting for him off the elevator and he comes out. Oh yeah, and like Not the tight, fuck tight you're making me your EA, yep. mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. like, but you have to be my EA because I need you, and she's like. Ah, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just basically great. And I like how he just decides it. Like, he doesn't discuss it with her. Like, he just fires her he from her other job ass. and just puts he her in this so, one. And she's like, hi, ass. I should have an opinion on this. And he's like, no, you don't. He was such a dick in season two. <laughs> such like, a dick. Oh, my God. Like, you guys, Oliver. we have to give Oliver credit for how far. He's like listening really to grim. people and like accepting really ideas grim. he was such a dumb <laughs> such <aspect>. an asshole <laughs> okay i also love 608 now when i say 608 i'm referring to the entire earth x oh the i'm glue baby yeah no 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 no, no. oh the whole not thing oh you're I'm right glue. oh that wasn't 608 i know i got confused give me a second okay no no when i'm talking about the crossover I, I, I call it 608, even though it's like four different shows. I don't care. It's 608. Yeah. Um, the scene in particular, though, that I wanted to kind of put a little spotlight on was on Earth X. And Oliver's pretending to be his evil doppelganger. And there's Earth X Felicity. Oh, yeah. Like... I can't watch that scene without getting super emotional. I know. It is amazing. I know. Amazing good. to me. There's so, oh my God. Can we like, just like count the whole Elicity movie as like one big scene? <laughs> we could because it was that good. It, was so it really good. was that good. The reunion in that, in, in the crossover. Well, that was the first where kiss. Where she comes running I know. First of all, we got the hood down. We've never had a running like, kiss. Like, you know, like, that's one of the great tropes of romance stories. You gotta have the run across a field and make out kiss. And we never had that yet. And then this is also on top of the run across the field kiss. Then he has his, he's like fully done up. He's got the mask and the hood. So this is the first green arrow Felicity kiss, which was very iconic iconic it was just gorgeous yeah I, lo- I still love that moment. i know it's so good um 221 
the now kiss scene. We all call it the now kiss oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Right? That was a great one. Because, <laughs> and he wanted to. And I really thought he was going to. basically yep. commit suicide, I think he would have. But he's like, I can't kiss her. Because then and I won't go do off it. to die. Exactly. That's me. Yep. I'm not going to do yep. it. So. Mm-hmm. That was an ma- amazing moment. Um, the sewer talk in 520. Yep. The the here he is bleeding to death, and I the tear running down his face. It's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust myself. This is going to play into my talk later about another scene from that episode, but I'm leaving it after my list. Um, all of 604. I could not pick a single scene from 604. Oh, yeah. The whole freaking episode. The reversal. Everything, the that date. Was a oh, good God, so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Three twenty-three. I'm happy. Portia into the sunset. Oh yeah, that was great too. I know so many good scenes, right? Um, See, this is why, like, everyone's like, Jen, make your top ten list. I'm like, what do you guys fucking expect? Do you think I can do that? I'm gonna do everything. it. I'm gonna do it's it. Everything. It's just, it's very hard. Seven oh nine. You'll always be the love of my life. Yeah, yeah. Good scene. Seven oh seven. Leaving prison. Her coming up, touching his face, kiss. Oh, my God. That was so beautiful. Even though his face. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 701, when she visited him in prison, she's got the pink hair. And she's like, no, Oliver, I'm not going into witness protection. But I still love you. And I'm going to wait for you. And he's like, I still love oh, you. Yeah. And touching prison through was the glass. Too. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, 305, meeting her mom. For the first time. See, like, I have, like, like, separation. Like, I am going to do, like, funny thing. I think I'm going to do separate lists. I can't Um, do (laughs) I'm stream of consciousness I can't do it. (laughs) Um, But no, when Oliver met Felicity's mom and is like, oh, so you're the one who made the love of my life. It was hysterical. (laughs) It was was absolutely And again, you have to remember, this was back in season three. And, you know, they didn't really, they had levity moments, but they really didn't play them up to the level that they did in that scene. And it was, it was just basically such a... Donna Smoke was the levity. Yeah, it was just like, it was just, it was such a tone change for Arrow. And I think all the actors did such a phenomenal job just with reactions. And it was really, really funny. <laughs> it was such a great It was scene. such a great scene. Like everything you ever hoped meeting Donna Smoke would be. I, and I then keep some. seeing... Uh, I keep seeing a gif of like Oliver where it has like putting like a thought bubble. Oh, I know. It's like, it's like there's a little work. thing that pops up. It's like, I love her. She's going to have my babies. Thanks for making my love. It's, it's like, it's really funny. <laughs> I'm a fan of your work. Yeah. I'm a fan of your work. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. God, that was great. Scene. Um, and basically like all of 409, like 409 is one of my favorite episodes, but specifically the talk that Oliver and Felicity have in the cell at Damien Dark's place. I think I actually liked that talk better than I did the actual proposal. You know, because I thought about the proposal and it's like, yeah, I like the proposal, but that talk was amazing. Yeah, that's why I was like, the pro- well, also, here's the other thing. We got spoiled on the proposal. I think it would have been yeah, way more exciting if we had not known it was coming, but we knew it was coming. So the thing that we didn't know was that scene. And that was... You know, it's very rare that you actually have characters who are going to get married actually talk about what it means to be married, which you you would think that that's something you should do. And if 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 you are <laughs> if you are in a relationship, uh, man, woman, I don't care what, but and you're thinking about getting married, you should have a talk about what marriage is because you can't. It's not just oh, let's have a big party. 
it's so much more serious than what you and you both need to be clear about this is what I expect these are my intentions um, this is what I think it means and I really loved how Felicity kind of like laid it out for him and this is why Oliver doesn't get to make decisions you know what I mean like it was Felicity being like Felicity just being like I decide we're getting married he's like yeah okay She's like, you are being stupid, and I chose you, and that's the end of the discussion. And then, like, five minutes later, he's bringing out the ring. You're like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Absolutely. Did we lose Callie? Sometimes we lose Callie. Where'd she no, go? No, I'm here. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, this happens when we're on the phone. She stops listening to me, too. So <laughs> No, no, it's not that I stopped listening. It's that... Never mind. Okay. But um, the important thing is, is that I agree. Oh, well. And you know. I want to know. What no, I'm fine that you ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what some of your big moments are. Okay. So I'll try to, we share a lot of them. We share a lot of yeah. them. Um, okay. So I'll throw in the I'm glue baby. I loved that. Um, I always loved the clock tower the and I believe in you because I always felt you and I this yeah. is something you and I disagree about well it's not that I don't like that scene it's just that like you think he made a decision about Felicity earlier that was more in 206 oh yeah 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 no but I feel like like I said he fell in love with her slowly and then all at once and to me that's the all at once moment well I feel like maybe like to give you a little bit of credit on this <laughs> <laughs> I like credit. It's not it's not so much that he didn't love her before then. It's right. that he was like, I'm gonna pretend that that's not a thing. Right. It's that a, that's is the real. moment he stops running from loving Felicity. Right. He's just like, Yeah, this is just Yeah, okay, it's happening. I'm in love with her. <laughs> We're here. I'm not gonna fight him. I'm not gonna date other women. I'm gonna live alone and sad. If but I in can't love with her, her life. I yeah, I will have no one. <laughs> That's really that moment. You're like, yeah. That's yeah, what you should. That's what you should have been doing from the start. Um, what else? Uh, oh, so many. I think the episode, other than like Moira dying, the episode because that was traumatizing. The the episode <laughs> that made me the scene that made me cry the most, like I was sobbing, was Oliver's last thought of Felicity on the mountain. You know that was. Such a gorgeous And I know movie. she's not really, like, they're not, but it was just, like, that to me, I was like, if anyone's well, still questioning Endgame, I can't you help guys, you. <laughs> the significance of that. Like, yeah. He thought of his father. He thought of his mother. Mm -hmm. He thought of his sister, mm -hmm. his family, okay? Mm -hmm. And then Felicity. But the last thought There was no Felicity. Laurel. There was no Diggle. There was no Roy. There right. was nothing. It right. Was his it's like, and it's I remember what, some people were of. really pissed about that. And I was like, this is, this <laughs> oh, well. is, well, <laughs> listen, we were done going to meet Jesus. He starts setting priorities in life about, and this is what, fla you know, what flashes before Oliver's life. And these are the people that had, mm -hmm. these are the reasons Oliver fights. Those mm -hmm. people. And well, they were his family. And they were They're his the family. people that, yep. are, are, that mm -hmm. he loves the most. Yeah, I mean, and listen. And I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not saying Diggle's not important, but. He's not. Yeah. He's not the he's love not. of his life, guys. I don't know what to no. tell you. And I think that they were trying to. Here's the other thing. I think you got to kind of think about writing goals, what they're trying to communicate to the audience. They were trying to communicate that, yes, Felicity 
is the most important person in his life. Yeah. Because and the one way you do that is you don't have you don't include Diggle and Roy and Laurel and all the because it, it lessens the impact of seeing right. that last kiss in his final moment. Like that's why I'm right. saying, okay, there's no way <laughs> you know how they like they walked back a lot on Laurel and Oliver because they just like undid <laughs> a whole ton of shit. You can't walk that back. That's impossible. No. Like you can't no. walk back dying and seeing Felicity as his last as his last memory. There's no th- and that puts Tetsu a cap on telling Felicity that right. he his that, last, that was his last was thought. Yeah, it's like, like you can't put a cap in case on you Endgame. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have him almost die again and think of somebody else. Okay, it's like what? No, you can't. The writers no. cemented something in that moment. Not that they hadn't cemented it all the way before, but there was a lot of, you know, the naysayers were like, oh, you know, the kiss didn't really mean that much. They're not going to get together. And I remember Steve on a Facebook was like, talk was like, well, the kiss either means everything or it means nothing because he was getting a lot of questions. He was. He was. And. And I, I remember, remember people were that. freaking out because, like, oh, my God, what if it means nothing? I was like, it's not going to fucking mean nothing. <laughs> Just calm down. He's saying that it meant everything. But I didn't know how they were going to show that it meant everything. And I was like, well, that's one way to do it. I, it was really – and, like, I knew Oliver really wasn't dying, but, like, he's my son. <laughs> It was hard. It to was see that hard to see him. that happen, and I was just a mess. And I'm always a really big, like I said, I love Alyssa. That's the main reason I watch the show. But I'm always a big proponent of the Queen family. Like I love the relationship Oliver has with his father, mother, and sister. And so seeing Robert Queen always sets me off. Like I'm always crying in Robert Queen scenes. I'm like, oh my god, his dad. And he's like, he saw him die, and it's like amazing. So that for me was, I know, I'm like, oh my god, he loves his dad. His dad loves him. It's like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it is. It is. Big dork. Big um, dork. Okay, what else did I? I mean, you're going to handle. Oh, uh, one of my all-time favorite scenes is Fight to Live. Ugh, Felicity season three finale. Yes. And everyone understands that, of course. What I like about it, you know, I would have included Diggle's um, Something to Live for speech because everybody's like... <laughs> you know that's the name of your blog but it doesn't really he they're they're talking about felicity in that scene but it's really a it's a really john oliver scene so this was basically taking the something to live for and speech that oliver gave or diggle gave oliver and then like inserting felicity into it making it about felicity so that really and it was just such a spectacular wrap-up of everything oliver had been trying to do in season three and setting him on this three was really a perfect season i have no problems with season three it is my favorite season minus the whole nissa getting married but as far as low points with this show you know i think we've seen worse Uh, so Sadly. Sadly. <laughs> so that to me, and it was really, it was, uh, it was a second kind of, and I believe in you speech, but it really cranked it up about 50 times higher. So it was just such a. Much agreed. She has such a clear understanding of who Oliver, Felicity has such a clear understanding of life. You know, it's yeah. like, she just understands what's important in life. And she has such a clear understanding of Oliver and she has such a clear understanding of how Oliver thinks and the way his thinking screws everything up. And she just has a way of talking to him that makes him understand, you know, he was just so like, Oh, 
yeah, that's a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like maybe don't die really on an airplane. Able, maybe you want to live. He's really able to catch. Yeah, cut through and his, he, bullshit. his bullshit. And like he's just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna give that a whirl. That's a good idea, baby. It's just, just like, but it was really God, you're so smart. Well, honey. and it was such a because everyone was super pissed at him too. Like, you're like, oh, God, here we go. Diggle's mad. Laurel's mad. Everyone's mad. And I love the lead up because she's like, she brings him a coffee. <laughs> and she's like, I know I said only do this once. I'm going to do it again. And she's like, so. <laughs> she's like, your plan to destroy Roz by dying. We should talk about that. It was just such a, we have to put training wheels on Oliver for being in a relationship because he no, has no idea how to relationship. <laughs> and she's just so funny, like, almost like talking to him like he's four because in a lot of ways Oliver is four so and then he tells her about the dream and but then she launches into this okay so like you have some hope and you dream of things with me that's good let's build off of that and here you go how about you live for that instead of checking it out an airplane window and he's like oh okay cool I'm gonna do that concept um <laughs> I'm gonna save my number one so I'm gonna do a meta guys because I've been promising okay. this meta for like five years. And then I never do it because I can't pick. It's very hard. It's like Sophie's Choice. I don't know what people expect from me. I can't pick. So I'm going to do a meta. I'll save my favorite number one. It. It'll have some of these on there. But there'll be more. Because there's always more. <laughs> so do I get to talk about yeah. my... Callie's got a thing about 520. And we're going to let her think about let it. Me have my, let me have my thing. <laughs> yes. Because I get to where I rant. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> to myself Fun. like do you ever do this like while you're in the shower all the time like you get on a topic and you just like start ranting i've written entire like, fix in a shower to? it's like yeah <laughs> or like in the car like do you do oh, it in the car when there's good the music on that's how i write I do my it fix in the car like just no whenever i'm like i get like if somebody like if i read like say back when i used to get asks and so yeah. you would send and me like, an ask. I like how you're like, rem remember the time, the days when I used to answer those? <laughs> <laughs> remember back when people used to send me shit? Yeah. They send you Anyhow. shit. They just, you just don't answer them anymore. <laughs> but no, they don't send me anything <laughs> oh, anymore okay. because well, they know. They're not going to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> but I have an on-off. But even like when I had like just regular ones. Yeah. Like, say I get something and it would just like tweak me the wrong way or whatever. Right. And then, But I couldn't answer it right then. I had to get in the car. Right. And so, like, I'll be driving, and I'll just be, like, ranting through it in my head. I do that, too. And, like, whenever I sit down and write it out, it's never as clever as this. This is why we got a podcast. We should have podcasts in the car. Gotta figure we out should. a way to do that. Podcasting no. in the car with Jenny Kelly. <laughs> with the car. Get out of my way, asshole. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> is kind of an angry driver. <laughs> She is an angry driver. Okay, what's your Callie, rant? Get right. on your rant. Get on oh, your rant. Okay. Well, it's not really a rant okay. because I first I want to talk about what I love, which is the 520 bunker sex scene. Okay, now I think some of you have probably seen and I should I'll retweet it to our um lovely uh watch over Twitter account. There's a uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? There's an article going around where you can match up your horoscope to an elicity scene. Oh, I know. It's amazing. It is amazing. And I looked up mine, and you guys, it was the 520. No! And I was like, 
I was like, okay, well, that's accurate. I know the author. <laughs> I know the writer. And Lindsay's amazing. Lindsay's awesome. She is amazing. So is amazing. I was like, I. But no. Yeah. She, but like, but she mine- really thought about what your you know, what is your sign and how does that relate to Lizzie? She really did an amazing job. Mine, mine literally says Sagittarius's are extroverted, enthusiastic and optimistic. Now I'm not extroverted, but let's go with it. <laughs> this spur of the moment hookup between Elicity completely embodies a quintessential Sagittarius. They didn't overthink it. They just did what felt right in the moment. And boy, was it hot. And I'm like, you know, there's no summon me up with this show in this ship. <laughs> better than that that's pretty much it it's so true jen knows i do know callie wants some instant (laughs) gratification and when she doesn't get it it's sad it's cranky (laughs) she does get cranky (laughs) (laughs) like if she's expecting sex or a kiss and you don't give it to her mm. Then she doesn't. Like she doesn't it, like so the show you know. anymore. <laughs> she doesn't like you. She's like anybody. Everyone's evil. <laughs> she throws things at the wall. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> and I'm like, calm down. You're like, fuck you. So. <laughs> Did you see this tweet 28 minutes ago from the Arrow Writers Room? I'm dying. No. What did they say? <laughs> They're so snarky these days. I know someone someone new is running the Twitter account. I don't know who it is, but <laughs> they had they had tweeted six more days, and then apparently they got piled on <laughs> with people asking for dialogue teases. <laughs> so oh, some- with the SpongeBob. <laughs> hi, us. Hi, how is your de- you? Where is the dialogue tease? <laughs> They're not just a piece of meat, guys. <laughs> yeah, they're like patients. Uh, you got. Oh, they, were, they retweeted Shannon. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. She's like, hope it's not six more days until the next dialogue tease. It sure is. Patience. <laughs> okay, uh, no back to your thing. Oh, okay, wait, wait. Anyhow. After you're done, we have to talk about the situation that's happening with Oliver that we were talking about yesterday and the promo pick. With the <laughs> There's some things that need to get discussed, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, anyhow, back to the bunker sex. Um, listen, you guys. I know that there's some people that were upset. Maybe they aren't upset anymore. Maybe they are. I don't know that the sex that we got in 520 was a flashback instead of the present day. I can guarantee you. They were upset because when I released the Guggenheim spoiler, they came from my life. I ruined fandom that day. Someone told me. I was like, or oh, maybe here's, here's, here's my thing. Scene, so calm down. I think <laughs> it being in a flashback is 10 times better than it having been in the present day. They were not ready for that in the present day. Well, I actually we think want- that's the one thing that they did really well is like, we got to see some more steps. I feel like they skipped a lot of steps with Elicity from season three to season four. We were given those steps from five. You mean four to five. Uh, sorry. No, I really mean from three to four. Like they were just in a relationship and then we're moving to getting married. And what I liked about oh, six, yeah. it was like, oh, he gives her the key. And it just feels a little bit, they're moving a yeah, little slower. But here's the thing. Like, if they'd have had sex in the present day in 520s, I saw somebody, I forget who it is. I'm sorry if this is you and you feel called out. But I saw somebody <laughs> say that they should have had some argument in the present day and then had hot hookup 
in the present day in 520. And I remember thinking, why would you want that? Because that would possibly derail and or delay their getting back together. The way it happened. Yeah, I agree. The stuff in the present day was so much more meaningful and so much more cathartic and therapeutic for their relationship as a whole going forward than some sort of angry hookup. Well, it really changes the tone. A lot of times I think flashbacks can be lazy writing. And I didn't fully understand why they were dragging out this reunion other than just to drag well, it out. And, and I, I, I saw somebody, maybe it was the same person, say that they thought that the flashback made it worse that she got with Billy after that. And I'm it like, didn't. no, it, it explained it to me. It didn't because it explained why explained she explained it with to Billy. me. Explained to me why Oliver was, it brings a level. I think it not only shines a light on Felicity and what Felicity was thinking and the reasons she was doing what she was doing. Cause I agree. Some of those choices were confusing. Um, but it also shines a major light on Oliver. And I think sometimes we as fans can be a little um, blasé about Oliver's um, PTSD. We can be a little, um, oh, you know, he just needs to get over it. And uh, I think it brought a level of clarity to the severity of his trauma and how much uh, he's willing to lose to not deal with that pain. Well, and and yeah, exactly. And the 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 bunker sex it was it was fun to start with, right? It was we playful. We don't fun. get a lot of playful. I mean, we get no. some playful, but not a lot. It's they're they're it always was absolutely playful right. and fun. And then it was hot. And then afterward, yeah. Here's the thing: like Felicity told him, "I love you." But she's like, I can't be with you until you figure your shit out. Well, when yeah. you're ready mm-hmm. to figure shit at your shit out, come talk to me. But here's here's what I got to thinking in the shower. Felicity knew Oliver was not remotely interested in figuring this out. She knew this. Yeah. And she knew that it was going to be a hot minute before if if he ever did. Yeah. And so she's like, you know what? I need to channel me some season three Felicity. And be like, I'm not going to sit here and wait for him. But she also was like, I'm not going to let this happen again. Because she's right. like, no, I tried walking away from Team Arrow, from Oliver, from helping him out in the bunker. She's like, I know that's not going to work. I can't do that. I have to be in here. But if I'm in here, this shit's going to happen again. Right. It's going to keep happening until we become toxic. Just like another ship I could mm-hmm. mention. And she's like, we can't we can't do this again. This can't happen again. Right. I need a buffer. Right. So I don't believe for a hot second that since she and Oliver broke up that there weren't guys sniffing around Felicity's door. Of course there were. There were girls sniffing around Oliver's, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, (laughs) There were absolutely guys, but I think she wasn't really paying them much attention because she was like, Oliver, you know, and I seem to be getting closer. Oliver this, but them hooking up was her sign like hey look he's still not g- facing right if she if she here. goes back to him he's never going to deal with it right and so she's like so i can't let this happen again i need to take care of myself while he's dealing with right. this and i need to make sure it's not going to happen again so that's why she 
accepted a date from Billy. That's why she got into a right. relationship with Billy. But she also wasn't rubbing that relationship in Oliver's face because she didn't want to hurt him. And she knew that would hurt him. And she didn't want to do that unless it was a big deal. And she really hurt that scene on the balcony in 505 kind of told me that she didn't really have any intention of things with Billy getting particularly serious. Well, what that told that scene in season five, because I, I remember, um, again, I had Guggenheim spoilers for that episode. And he said that it was going to be a big Alyssa episode. Um, at STCC to me. It's not a happy. And he didn't clarify <laughs> what that was. He did a little <laughs> bit of like, you know, they had, he talked about the talk that they have in the pilot about how, you know, she's going to be like, Hey, you know, things are going to be the same and you need to move on. And then I was like, okay. So, and I, I remember I said like, but they're going to work on things, but it's just going to be a very long journey. And he was like, right. And then he said, you know, you know, cause he's always looking to give me something and he's like, you know, season episode five is a really big Elicity episode and kind of clarifies things. And for some reason, I don't know why. Uh, and this is the nature of spo- giving spoilers. Everyone took that they get back together in episode five. And I did not because I, I very clearly asked him, it's going to be a long journey. And he said, yeah. And long I journey is not five you, episodes in episodic television. You called me. <laughs> You called me from SDCC. I did. I was so excited. (laughs) And I remember you told me, and I remember us talking about long journey. And I remember we were like, so that means the rest of the season. Yeah, he basically told me they're going to get back together. It's just going to take all season. So I was like, okay. We basically agreed. I remember that on the phone that it was going to be all season long. Right. And so I wasn't expecting. No, I was not expecting. expecting And I was just absolutely stunned. (laughs) Other people were. were. And they got really mad at me. And they were like, oh, you changed. (laughs) They actually thought I went back and changed uh, the text of the conversation (laughs) I had with Mark. And I'm like, I did not. And one of my things, I hate it when people put words in my mouth. It drives me nuts. Especially when you have it in black and white text to read. So it really, um, but the 520 really changed my perspective on 505. It really did because watching 505 after you've seen 520, it becomes really clear. Like Felicity, when Oliver showed up on her balcony and Oliver's found out about Billy, that Felicity is dating this guy. And so he comes to see her. On a very romantic, like he's very superhero-y in the way he he jumps on her balcony. It's very Spider-Man. And so she's like, she's like okay does this mean that now that he's found out that i'm dating somebody that he's decided to take a minute think about his trauma well she doesn't know he knows ready to tell no he she doesn't know he knows no i know but i mean when he tells her well see i think before that even before we got to billy she was thinking this is the time he's going to tell me what i was asking for that's what she's well, yeah, expecting. Then. And then he yeah. drops the Billy thing and she's like, or not. <laughs> exactly. So I think she was thinking that like, may- hey, maybe he's finally. Like he's ready and he's worked shit. through his shit and he's going to tell me the why. Right. And then and he, he just didn't. goes. Yeah. Oh, no, it's totally. fine that you're dating Billy. And she's in. He's like, you know, is the reason you haven't told me is because you were leaving the door open. And she's like. No, you asshole. <laughs> well, she just shut. That was my thing. I just, I was like, you just shut it, you dickhead. Like, I was just like, yeah, she was leaving the door open. And you literally just told her you're not going to do what I'm, I'm not going to do what you're asking me to do. Door shut. 
the door was always yeah open it was open but like you just it was never closed. yeah she just but she's like you know for you to walk through the door ignore the sexual reandiendo with these kinds of examples um in order for you to walk through the door you have to tell me why you operate the way you do and he shows right. up and he's like you know it's cool that you have a boyfriend and you know we're just gonna like it. he's just very He's just, there's no, he's not even in the realm of doing what she's asking him to do. And her disappointment. Oh, it's so evident. It's so evident. When she, when he says, I can't, what did remember exactly what he said, but he's like, you know, it's, it's fine. I have no problem with you in another relationship. Everyone took that as felicity. And Emily's reaction is very nuanced. It's really wonderful. She's obviously disappointed that Oliver's not, you know, we all took it as she's disappointed Oliver's not jealous. And then after 520, I was like, no, she's disappointed Oliver's shutting the door. Well, she's disappointed that Oliver is this reluctant to deal with his Right. Trip. He's just not going to do it. Like, that's really the disappointment. She's like, he's really not going to do what I asked him to do. He's really not going to do it. He's that And I think gone. that's where she truly gave up. Yeah, on, she kind of stopped doing it. At yeah, least anytime is, soon. Right. She, so she went like, in okay. whole hog with Billy after. Yeah, that. she's going to live her life. And, and that's the felicity and we the see thing. going forward. I have a lot less problem with how Felicity started to date Billy and her relationship with Billy than I do Oliver's relationship with Susan. Uh, because I want to talk about this for a second. Agreed. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because, listen, like, I think that there was probably no shortage of men sniffing around Felicity's door after she yeah, and Oliver broke yeah. up. I don't think there was any lack of women sniffing around Oliver's door. But who does he choose to let in but the gal who's been trying to tear down his campaign, who tangled with his sister, yep. who his sister hates, who everybody hates... Yep. Like, he sabotaged that whole thing. And you know what that tells me? And it's and it's toxic. But it's one of those things that you start thinking, you're like, oh, if Oliver's not with Felicity, it's toxic. Because he doesn't know how to be in a relationship or if he it's thinks not that's, with Felicity. Again, he thinks that's the love he deserves is this right. little manipulative quad. It's, it's extremely problematic. Oh and God. it speaks so deeply to Oliver but I also think it speaks to Oliver and Felicity's relationship because their love is an ideal and if he can't have Felicity well then who gives a fucking shit yeah I really really I really didn't think they needed additional love interest in season five no they did they not. did not need to do this <laughs> even after 520 I was like okay I understand Billy more but like we still didn't need Billy but I, I understood really the buffer like, aspect. Yeah. And, you know, you and I kind of thought, okay, well, he makes a good buffer. Because we were always like, well, obviously she's still in love with him. So how do you stop yourself from going back to him all the time? And we're like, you know, look at him. <laughs> I mean, Felicity has eyes. It's difficult to, you know, not sleep with a man who looks like Oliver and also you're you in love with. You have to go and get a boyfriend. Right, you got to get a boyfriend. Um, so I, I understood that. The Susan plot... I was just was like, it, it reminded it me, dumb. well, it reminded me, you know, here's where I'm at with Oliver. If Oliver is not with Felicity, I don't need to see him with anyone else. That's this, this is the perspective I always had on Angel. I was like, no, if he, if he's not going to be with Buffy, <laughs> I don't want I don't care about Cordelia. I don't care about anybody I else. I agree. I agree. Like from an emotional standpoint, yeah. but from a like a practical standpoint, it's probably not going to happen. I understand <laughs> that he's going to have other relationships, right. but I find it telling that he 
gets with the one person who is the the worst possible choice. Like not only like does she not get along with anybody that's close She's to him, a but reporter? a reporter. Yeah, he's hiding. All I this know. Shit. You're like this isn't and nice. you're getting with a reporter. What well, and I thinking? really disliked that they they were unable to have a woman of professional a professional woman on the show, and Oliver sleeps with her. Like that is a thing they've done since season one. You know, we had it was just kind of like it would be nice to actually see Oliver in a situation with a professional woman, and they keep it professional. But here's the thing, they couldn't put him with somebody healthy no i know and like it's like okay they're obviously choosing this disaster zone of a character for him we're not supposed to like susan um but it still doesn't make it it still didn't make it a good storyline it was a terrible like i've said i've gone rounds with mr guggenheim over this particular character we've just agreed to disagree i i think they he (laughs) I don't know what he was expecting. He was expecting us to like her a lot more than we did. And if we didn't, he was like, well, you just don't like anyone that Oliver is with if it's, if it's not full estate. And I just basically said that three minutes ago. So I have to acknowledge that that's true. But, but, see, here's the but also she was like, the worst. So but the, here's the thing. I don't like Oliver with anybody other than Felicity, but that doesn't mean I don't like those female right. characters. Right, and I said that, I was like, I didn't have that much of a problem with McKenna or Helena or Sarah, you know what I mean? I was like, but this particular character is the worst. She's just not a good yeah. person. <laughs> Listen, and I Susan still a great feel example like of somebody who we didn't like we the were relationship ex- and we here's didn't the like deal. the character. Here's where we, you and I were at in season five. We were expecting Susan to be a villain. The fact that she was looking into this Bratva shit we were expecting her to be working well, for Damien Dark. Well, did we find out last season that no, 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 no. Last season when he was on the stand when he was at trial, didn't they find out that the the um that the who whoever gave over the the information on Oliver and the Bratva was Susan? Yeah. Wasn't that I think so. in the trial? Yeah, that that's where they got... And Felicity, like, gave all of her that. I uh, told like, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> sleeping with women who are going to turn you, you know, tell your secret identity. Yeah, and I just... She just was just... I was expecting her to be revealed. Because the way Thea was going after her, it felt very Moira Queen. And then it just kind of, like, puttered out. They could have done something interesting. And I was like, well, it would be actually more interesting if she actually turns out to be either working for Chase or she's working for the Bratva or she's doing something. And it felt like they're having her, they're writing her so shady. I was like, I felt like we just weren't getting a conclusion. And I don't know. Well, and then maybe they changed their minds. I don't know. It was very abrupt. It was very abrupt. They're like, okay, we're, she gets kidnapped once. He's like, I'm done. I mean, I wasn't unhappy well, about it, but I also was no, like... No, but the way that, like, she here she is standing in his office, and he's like, we can't see each, the, each other anymore. I'm sorry my, if we if, if I read that wrong. My apologies. And it was like, God damn. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, I loved when she actually was hostage, and he comes to save her. There's, like, no romance. There's no hug. He's very no. distant with her. I was like, you don't even like this person. Why are you sleeping with her? Just stop well, sleeping with women to, you don't like. He had, to, he had to be bullied into I know. Her, if, if oh, God. The best Steve. Like, sometimes it's like, I feel like we <laughs> we slip. Like, I don't, I don't feel Stephen. 
like Oliver is that great of a stretch for him because I feel like they're very similar in many ways. But like the one moment, sometimes like I feel like Steve slips through and it's not really Oliver, it's Steven. And the moment that Susan puts his hand, her hand on Oliver at that bar and he looks at it with like disgust. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I was like, I feel like that maybe that's not Oliver. Like maybe that's that was like maybe that's property. Yeah, it's property smoke. Maybe so. What are you doing? Like that's the captain <laughs> getting pissed when they're fucking with a ship. Yeah, and I know everyone was really really mad at Steven that year because he was selling the Susan thing. And I'm like, yeah. Anytime you look, it's it's joyful when Steven agrees with us. That's great, fine, wonderful. I don't depend on his agreement in order to like something no. or dislike something. I so if Steve turns around and hates, of the time. Is, and I think this is something where people get confused. They think I think the reason people wait his comments so much is they think that Elicity happened because Steve liked Emily, and that's no. not what happened. So uh, if they were they were going there you know they were gonna do it because the writers felt like this was um the right choice i just had this huge <laughs> debate with a laurel lance fan on twitter like a lot of the times what would you say cal i ignore them 99.999 percent of the time right i just They're i just i just ignore. very ignore them i've told everybody else to ignore them but there's one thing that they say that i can never let it go <laughs> i'm like no I can't not like say Jen's something. This buttons. is like my button. It's like, oh, <laughs> Oliver and Felicity are fan service. And the only reason why they have Oliver and Felicity is because the fans asked for it. I'm like, it's like nails In- on a chalkboard to me. Incorrect. And Kelly's like, just leave it alone. I'm like, I can't. I have to tweet. <laughs> She's like, you tweet this all the time whenever they say this. I was like, I know. I just can't. I can't leave it alone. It just, it fundamentally is such a, first of all, it's a, such a fundamental misunderstanding of what the word fan service means, but it also is a fundamental misunderstanding of how writing television works. So, and also it really, I am a big fan of giving Emily the credit where credit is due. She came in there and she made that part her own and the crew and actors, they responded to it and she changed the show. You don't get to take that away from her just because you fucking don't get your comic book couple i'm sorry that's not how that's not life that's not how life works so i will defend her i will defend her chemistry honor until my dying day (laughs) because it's phenomenal it's phenomenal what she did i hate it when they don't give her credit for that like listen i'm sorry your fave is not the lead actress anymore and they've killed her and they've whatever i I don't know what to tell you i wouldn't be still watching arrow if i was a laurel lance fan i would have peaced out years ago if i was so much of a laurel lance fan that i couldn't stand any any disrespect coming to Laurel Lance, I would have. Well, I went through this. I went through <laughs> this with Vampire Diaries. Like I was a major anti-Delena. I really couldn't. They drove me nuts, and I stuck it out. You know what I mean? And I was just like, "What was? Why? You know?" It's just kind of like I, you know, I could have turned in for the last episode and just to see how it all shakes out, which I think a lot of people did. I was like, I should have. That is one show I was like, I should have pieced out on several years, several seasons before I actually did. So I apply that, you know, you got to learn your lessons in life. And I apply that lesson to people who are either hoping for Oliver and Laurel to get back together or thinking that Laurel's character is going to get raised to any level of focus that they think it should be. It's just, it's not going to happen. That's just, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. It's, they, 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 the word that was tossed around a lot in season two that I recall was meritocracy. And I thought that was extremely telling. I don't know what that means. What does meritocracy okay. mean? Meritocracy means the people getting the focus and the storyline and the significance in the show are the people who 
have earned it, who deserve oh, it. Oh, yeah. That is that is based on something real and tangible that is being seen on our screens. And it was their way of saying, listen, it's great that the fans like mm-hmm. it, but that's not what's deciding our path. Listen, if they were... Our path yeah. is decided <laughs> by, by what we feel is giving us the best results. Listen. If the writers thought if their only focus was making us happy, we would not end up with like ninety five percent of the shit storylines that we do. <laughs> oh I know. If 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 the writers really wanted to make us happy, things would be a hell oh of a Oh my god, it'd be a totally different show. Yeah, it would be a totally different show. It'd be like that's why so I like the, sh- the like episodes that are like fanfic. You're like, I feel like they maybe read a fanfic and went went to go write this episode. <laughs> but that's why every single time a Laurel Lance fan or a comic fan is all like Elicity fans get everything they want. I'm like, they absolutely do fucking no. Not. Well, and you know, <laughs> again, the fan service they 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 have like I don't know when this happened, but they like redefined it. It doesn't actually mean fan service no, is not doesn't. anything important on the show. It's just set to no. titillate. It's like having a woman you know, half naked or something, or it's, it's little things. Oliver taking off his shirt. Yeah. Oliver taking off his shirt. That's fan service. It's just, it's little things to titillate to the comics. The little things. Yes. It's like Laurel that don't affect getting her motorcycle or Laurel. There's a lot of Laurel fan service or they're, you know, Laurel, um, getting her canary All cry. Oliver cooking chili. Yes. Oh, the, uh, the bow and arrow with the, boxing glove that's fan service yeah little things service. that uh, did serve not the impact fans. greater storyline the crossovers are fan service but nothing Let's that really has major nothing that service. has major impact to the story you cannot say that oliver and felicity have no major impact to the storyline that makes no sense so they always confuse well, they, the definition they sit there and it's like it's like how they confuse what soap opera means, right? And okay. they do the same thing. It's like they sit there and they say that Elicity is a soap opera. Why? Because it's this romantic relationship that nobody cares about. But in the same breath, they ask for a romantic relationship with Laurel, Laurel and Oliver, right. and they're like, "That's not fan service. That's 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 not soap opera. That's not fan right. service. That's comics." And it's like you guys are are shifting definitions here and you're making yourselves sound stupid yeah and ridiculous and none of us can take you seriously because you sit there and you make shit up and it's like i don't give a crap if they like elicity or not i really don't like what they can like whatever they want ship whatever you want i don't give a crap but don't sit there and try to 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 tell me what the facts are when you're making crap up you don't get to make up stuff pretty much and pass it off as fact that's what gets me upset yeah is when they try well and you can't you can't twist uh -uh. the story into something (laughs) it's not if i'm coming up with oh this is what i think will happen listen the only information i'm really pulling from is what i've seen on the show occasionally we get a spoiler here and there but um and that, not even that is am I able to determine everything that's going to happen. And nor should we. I always say if we're able to predict every plot point on this damn show, then these writers are really not great writers, <laughs> you know. So it's nice that they are able to surprise us sometimes. But um, when they come up with theories, it's like it, it just doesn't even – it's not even the realm of what Arrow is. It's They're talking about comic book Arrow. 
And I'm like, yeah, it's and not comic really book think arrow. The and they think the two are the same or that they're somehow yeah. going to make them the same by doing this. And I'm like, you know, I understand, you know, I understand, yeah, I understand their disappointment. Like it's, it's kind of similar to like reading a great book and then going to see the movie and it's nothing like the book. It's completely different. And you're it's like, completely oh man, different. I and really like, oh, wanted to man, see this. I really like the book and I wanted to see this, this and this. And you don't like the actors who are cast. They don't look any, whatever. Okay. I get that. I think anyone who's read a book and then seen a movie from the book is based on the book has probably experienced that at one point. Yeah. or another <laughs> um safe to so say that's what i apply to them you know i understand their disappointment that they had an image in their head um and then they apply it to arrow and an arrow's not matching up i get that disappointment but after a certain after seven years you gotta let it go and somebody actually asked me they were asking like this seems like habitual within the comic book world where you know if you cast a woman of color if it doesn't match up exactly to how they see it they're just really awful they lose their mind like it's it's not just arrow they do it everywhere you know they do and they're like why do you think kind of yeah i was like why do you think this is and i don't know i'm not part of the comic book community so i don't i don't have any guesses to why they operate this way i think you do need to be open to you know from my standpoint, superheroes, our modern day superhero stories are modern day mythology. Okay. And as you hand it from writer to writer, they're always going to change the story a little bit. There's going to be certain things that are recognizable. You're never going to have a green arrow who doesn't shoot a bow and arrow. That makes no sense. (laughs) Um, Maybe in the story of Green Arrow, they'll always incorporate a Black Canary, you know? Um, Superman. Superman's probably always going to, you know, be in love with Lois Lane because that's just kind of iconic. Um, But even if he wasn't, he's still Superman. Superman. Like, you can still make the Superman character without having him in a role. He has to be from Krypton. Right, he'll be from Krypton. He's going to wear the suit. It's, you know, he can shoot lasers out of his eyes. You know, it's same with Batman. Batman's parents are going to die in every iteration. So, but I think where they get angry is when the show or the movie does not match up exactly to a certain comic book. But what they're really saying is it doesn't match up to what they want because there's multiple versions of the comic books. There's multiple storylines. Here's the thing. Just from what I know about the comics and the Green Arrow comics in, in particular... I don't think any of these people are really that invested in a Laurel Oliver relationship, Mm -hmm. Black Canary relationship. I don't think, I think what has happened is they hate Elicity. They hate, even more than hating Elicity, they hate Elicity fans. And so their reactions to Elicity and to Laurel and Oliver and everything is all based around how they feel about our fandom. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely despise us. So anytime we're, we're happy, they're pissed off. And it's, it's the true nature of being an anti shipper an anti when they, people talk about the antis, this is what they mean. There's somebody that can't stand to see another group of people happy for whatever reason. They think we're obnoxious. They, don't like us you know whatever they feel we've hijacked their show with elicity and so they have to throw throw whatever at the wall to see it stick and they see the one way to get 
to Elicity fans and piss them off is to dangle all this Laurel Oliver stuff yes. in front of our noses. And there's a bunch of people in our fandom who are more than happy to leap up for every little thing that they are dangled in front of them. And it's like, guys, well, here's stop the thing. listening also, to those people. Because I think there's a difference too. Just if, you're to list, you if they upset you and they piss you off, then maybe that's not so good. But if you just genuinely enjoy debating with them, and are keeping it polite and whatever. I, I, I don't really have imagine. as much. No, no. Know, but I mean, I, have a problem with I it. think ultimately all they're trying to do is upset Probably. us. Probably. And if we get upset with them, then they're winning. They're getting what they also want. Also true. Factual. Oh, so. I saw a really good one. This would be really good for you. I just saw a question. Because we'll end on a positive note. Um, okay. How about your okay. fave fanfic, fan art, writing fanfic, and tips for cons? Maybe your experience with the positive side of fandom? Ugh. You are so good um, at fanfic stuff. Cal is like fanfic queen. No? Yeah, <laughs> nothing? Well, I mean, I love a lot of fanfic. Let's be honest. Um, she's really, she's like the encyclopedia of Arrow fanfic. There's a lot of good fanfic. It's what is hard your to talk. like top three? There's a, it's hard to talk about fanfic without like devoting an entire That's true. Episode. Maybe we'll do an episode to it. Because that, that would be because a good episode. There's, there's just so much. Well, also, we don't want to, like, name fanfics and then, like, people feel bad that their fanfic didn't get named. Yeah, I don't want people to feel bad. Like, I would say, more or less, I'm writing uh, tips for writing fanfic. What I would say for writing fanfic is just do it. Yeah, that's true. If you have a story that you want to tell, sit down and write it. Also, I. I, So what if it's bad? If it's crap, who cares? There's probably going to be somebody out there who enjoys it. (laughs) Um, Trust me, there's lots of crappy fanfic out there. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't stop I think, people. I think so. a core concept to me with writing is I write because I enjoy writing. Like I don't yeah, really, the I really never expected anyone to read anything I wrote. Um, and I don't write things for people to read them. This is just how I process mm. Arrow and I had an idea for fanfic and this is what I'm going to do. It's amazing that people do read it, but I just I do it for pure you. enjoyment. So if you have an idea and you love writing, do it for you. That's what's important. That's the best advice ever. I have been writing this thing since before Christmas. Yes, you have. And it's at like 14,000 words. Yes, it now. is. <laughs> and <laughs> it's and it grows and it grows and it grows day by day. And I'm like, will I ever post it? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'll, Probably I'll, will, cause I'll make you post it. Maybe I'll change the names and, and, and. Oh yeah. That's another good way to do it. Yeah. Posted as original original fic. I don't Mm -hmm. know what I'm going to do, but I'm writing it because I want to write. Right. And I don't, if whether or not somebody else reads it or not, I mean, I could probably stand to have somebody read it to tell me like, Hey, (laughs) this isn't making any sense. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, outside of that, I don't need Fan fiction to me is a gift. And it's, it's something a free gift. if 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 you're <laughs> writing it if you're writing it and sharing it, you're sharing it as a gift. And if you're reading it, you are receiving a gift. And as such, we need to treat it as Yeah, a gift. I don't love the people who write leave really the, nasty comments and they just got free content. I'm like, you know, it, I can accept the nasty people, comments if you if you if you paid me money, but eh, you know. But I'm just like not yeah. a nasty commenter. I just don't if I don't like something, I just I don't I just understand don't, wasting I just move the time away on something like, we, we don't like. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um 
But yeah, and, and don't and just just do it just for you. Fan fiction is a gift. Yeah. Read well, lots I of fan f- fiction. Write lots of fan fiction. What I gotta say is, Yay, I would fiction. say this is just <laughs> having you have an English major. I'm a minor. I would say one of the best ways to learn how to write a story is to write fan fiction before you sure. go into like your original work because the world is already built. You can find character voices and you can create a story without having to do all the world building, which is, I think, probably one of the hardest parts of creating original It can be hard. Fic. What I've found as, as a fanfic writer who wants to write original is my problem has become now that I've lost confidence in my ability to create a world. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't worry about that. You're good. And... It, it it feels like I don't know if I have the same passion and energy for my own creation as I do. Well, and I think that's important. So I think that's important. You've got it. well, but if it's not as passionate, if this is what you really love doing, then this is what you should do. You know, like yeah. just it's for your own whatever you want to do. Um, and then I'll say tips for cons. Um, tips for cons. Um, number you know one what? tip. Listen, if there's no. one near you. If there's one near you and you can afford right. it, go. go. I think that's my number one. If you cannot afford to go to a con, if you are not, not able to pay <laughs> your rent or you're scraping together pennies to, you know, make it, living pay paycheck for, for paycheck, living in school, this is not something I feel you should spend money on. It's astronomically expensive. It's ridiculous. Um, you get about three seconds with the actors. Okay. You get as much from watching it online as you do from being a right. person. And now, you can enjoy all the stories. It's a thrill to meet them. It's really fun to it meet is them. a bit. But listen, for me, it has always been true. My best con moments have not been because of the celebrities or the panels right. or the photos right. or any of that. It has always been the friends that I hang out with while I'm right. there. And as such, each con I went to, I've been to three HVFFs. Mm-hmm. Each con I've been to has been better than the one before because I've gotten better at focusing on what's important. I agree with that. And it's I was, when you yeah. find your people and you go, if you're going with a group of people, if you can A, afford right. it. <laughs> and if you're going, you've got your friends. And all that, that is is more important than having some amazing moment with Stephen Amell. Because listen, Stephen Amell, he ain't gonna remember he's hit you. and miss. <laughs> he's, yeah. well, he's extremely hit and miss. At he's these, very at hit these and cons. miss. And I've had a great experience with him, my last con. And I've had not so great experiences, the first two, you know. It really just, it it really just depends. Well, yeah. And, and I can't think, count on it. No. I would say the one actor who I, it's just, David it's Ramsey. just, he's gold every time it's David <laughs> Ramsey. You prioritize your David Ramsey time. Mm-hmm. And I will say, mm-hmm. spend the money on David Ramsey because what makes David Ramsey yeah. so amazing is he takes his time with everyone. He doesn't give a shit. it's not about the spoilers. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't spoilers. give a shit yeah. about time yeah. <laughs> he's just like eh. he doesn't give a shit about that what like, he no. does it's 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 we're not saying david ramsey because he might give no no no, no, no. although he does but like that's not yeah, the focus he, he like really no no he, he sees, he sees you. you yeah he really wants to be like hey what do you 
what do you want to talk about? And you can talk to him from pretty much anything. I love this from Diggle. I love this from, you know, I love, you can even talk other characters with him. And he's always game. And he's he, very he's sweet. He's excited to talk He's with very you. sweet. He's, he's very, and I've never not heard, I mean, I, we know a lot of people. I've never heard a negative David Ramsey story in the entirety never. of these cons. He's never had an off morning. There's never been an off morning. Drinking. He's never been late. He's always perky and positive. He's always very engaged. It's like you feel like I wouldn't say he's never been late. Well, maybe he's been late. Um, but he doesn't blow <laughs> off the freaking convention no. like some people. Um, I agree. Steve can be hit and miss. I have always had amazing uh, uh, times with Steve. Well, you demand it, but I don't. This is what I'm going to say about me. My father. You have to demand it. My father Steven. always and says. I'm not no, good at demanding. My father always <laughs> says that I can tell someone to go to hell and make them look forward to the trip. So I will say I have a more assertive way, but I'm not an asshole. But also, no, I don't like. And I don't I'm put up. Not assertive no, at Kelly's all. not assertive, which is funny. You would think maybe it's the other way around, but no, I'm much more of an extrovert not. than she is. She's very shy. No. And I did. I had a very shy friend. Um, who had two negative experiences with him and really just um, he wouldn't talk to her and she asked a question because he was looking for somebody to be and he was just he blew her off he was he's, he's like he was Oliver he really responds rude. to strong women he was really rude <laughs> and I was like and she was just like here we go again and she was gonna she's gonna walk away and I grabbed her arm and I dra- and I was like no 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 because I was she went first and then I was going I was like no no no, no. <laughs> and he looks up and he's like, what? I'm like, we're not doing this. I said, it's been a long season. I think it was in five. I was like, it's going to be a long season, Stephen, and you're going to need to give us something. We're, we're going to need to talk. And he's like, oh, sure. And then he was very sweet. And he was, you know, I wasn't a jerk about it, but I was like, you know, you're going to talk to us. You have two minutes. I know you have two minutes because you have to sign my autograph. And I know you can talk at the same time that you sign my autograph. So you do it a million times. And he did. And after that, he was very sweet and engaged with her. And so sometimes you just need to like a little bit. It is about being But sweet. here's the other and thing. It, there's a lot of us it, that. Well, and here's the other thing. Certain. I think sometimes, oh, the pressure to get spoilers. Get a spoiler. Get a spoiler. Get a spoiler. Just like don't, don't. let that stress you. Don't. Like you don't need no. to get the big spoiler that everyone freaks no. out about. Honestly, my the the most fun conventions I've ever been to um, were the ones where I was just kind of like just doing my thing. I was just like, you know, I'm not overly focused because it can be stressful. You're there to hang out yeah, with yeah, your friends. Yeah, just hang out with, girl, your, with your friends and your girls and just like relax. And you afford what you can afford, you know. Um, I have not seen – I know people – love the gold pass they love the gold pass i never did the gold pass because i just didn't but cal did did it and she loved it i've always done the vip so i did the gold pass my first hvff which is my least favorite of the three times I've. but why was it your least favorite because you and i were separated because you were gold and i was vip and we couldn't sit together (laughs) do you like how i made that about me Sure, I did. It was that great. was your 100% no, of your reason. I, I liked the what the gold pass afforded me. If I could have merged that with the friend my cheap experience ass. I had from say my <laughs> no from say my third time, yes. if I could have merged the two somehow, that would have been like the perfect con. But it's one of those things that like the first time I was really low on the social and high on the experience. The, the con, yeah. 
and it wasn't as fun. So if you're if you don't have a lot of money, don't worry. If you've got you can have the social aspect sitting in your house for free, enjoying it with fandom friends and hearing stories. And this is what I've I've told I've told Jen and I've told other people. I said, you know, I'm not going to any more HVFFs. We can still meet up and hang out. Oh yeah, that for me is always that's the other thing, the most important thing. Yeah, no, Trish and I, we don't go to HVFF anymore. We just like hang out at each other's houses and go shopping. Well, and that's I mean, the HVFFs are kind of getting the same over and over and over again. They're repetitive, and I'm kind of and you see that I'm kind of fed up with Hand and Steve eighty bucks, and then. You kind of turn. Well, and it sounds like HVFF is getting kind of sketchy. Anyhow, they canceled Portland. Yeah, and no one's getting a refund. I would be with it. This is not cheap. This is not cheap. And, you know, what I will say is, you know, if you can afford the VIP, I always think that was worth it versus the general admission because you do get to blow through major lines. But get at least VIP. Yeah, but on the flip side, I haven't really seen a situation where. And maybe there have been. I've only been to a few cons where Steven or David did not stay and finish writing autographs. Like, they they really do try to. No, they do Yeah, stay. they, stay, they stay late until Sunday if they can. You're going to have to wait You have to wait a long time, but you're going to see them. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say that, yeah, that can sometimes be. Honestly, the people who are really great to meet, too, are not the most popular characters. It's really because they don't have long lines. And they're like, yeah, let's talk for 20 minutes. I visited with um oh gosh see this is what happens when i get on the podcast i can't remember names you know who this is, fun is us this last time yeah justin 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 oh justin, justin from this is us because he was the oh you meant milo oh milo okay milo's amazing milo. if you're yes, wondering how you all these this is us guys end up <laughs> at freaking um freaking VFF it's because they all did superhero something back in the day so like that qualifies you if or you've done Walking Dead something so yeah I've met Milo Milo is amazing first of all he calls you darling darling second of all he, he's really good at selfie fix like he insists on taking it he's like no no I got you and he does amazing <laughs> selfies like and oh my god amazing selfies and then he does secret <laughs> selfies like where he'll just like he'll quick snap one of them <laughs> while you're distracted it. and then like as, and you're, then when you, as you're flipping through your phone you're like holy <laughs> shit there's freaking Milo Ventimiglia on my phone yeah it's really and he's very 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 sweet and he smells he's delicious <laughs> I don't know what color and he's and it, when I saw him, there was like no line, and he was just absolutely fantastic. Um, he was absolutely. We wonderful. also really enjoyed meeting Kevin from This Is Kevin. Us. He, Justin, Justin Hartley. Hartley is gorgeous. He's a little bit more. He was nervous. Uh, he he's was a little nervous. more reserved. He's a little more shy, and he's, he's not reserved. like there's stuff that he's saying no to. He was like, "I won't do funny costumes. I'm not doing weird poses. We just and I like respect that. But I had a really good. I didn't take a picture, but I, I had a really I did yeah. I did like to go. Oh, and that's the other thing. If you're sweet. if you're like, oh, I can't afford the freaking hundred dollar picture, just do the selfie. Most of them are doing twenty dollars selfies, selfie. and you can split that with if you go with a group of friends, you split the twenty dollar selfie. Jen Ben and I did Juliana Harkonnen. Oh, listen, that girl she's, is gorgeous. Like I can't, she's I can't she's really like the television doesn't do her enough service. No. You walk in front of her, and those eyes are something else. They're like emeralds. You're like on the floor, and you're like, how like, did I get that? I want here? to just like I don't know, stare at you. You don't have to say anything. We were just like, she's just well, like stare at you. I saw her. It's like her eyes, her hair. She had these skinny little legs, and she's just like. 
how is it how what yeah she's just like why do people like, she's stunned people like her and I'm like um have you seen you in the mirror like she's but here's the thing this is I can separate Juliana from Dinah like yeah they're really like different they're really different like, you're like, wow you're nothing like your character like Dinah can be kind of abrasive <laughs> Juliana is just sunshine she's just like just happy sunshine. I love the ones that are just like you know they were broke ass and like this is their big break and they're just so fucking grateful to have a job and that people are yeah. talking to them. <laughs> like that was Rick and Juliana when I met them at the age of Rick was super Rick was sweet. just like, listen, yeah. you guys are amazing. Thanks for just really, really sweet. And you can take your time with them. We saw Rick and Juliana and all them right before the wedding reception episode. Yeah. And we knew that there was going to be some arrow civil war. Yes. We saw them pre newbie. Yeah. <laughs> we, we knew that there was going to be some character assassination. We did not know how, how much. much, but I remember telling Rick that I was like, you know, I know some stuff's going to come up and he was gonna nervous. Make people... He was like really he apprehensive. Was, he was absolutely nervous. And I said, I said, I'm going to hang in there because With you, big you know, boy. I, yeah. I, He's like, yeah. I'm going to hang in there. And then I feel like that's kind of what made me give Renee more of a I know, chance. You're like, poor Rick. Rick's did. just trying to pay his fucking mortgage. He's got a kid and to raise. Rick was <laughs> like, I appreciate it so He's much. Like, Thank, Thank you, you so much. <laughs> we're like, you poor bastard. He was such He's a like, nice They're guy. gonna turn my character. Yeah. We're like, oh, he was really sweet. He was really really sweet he was super sweet you, you want to know who else i met that was like you want to talk about you having the moment where you want to swoon mm. where you just want to like put your hand to your forehead and like fall to the floor and yeah that was colin Donald, oh my god i have my never met him every hbff chicago he goes to i can't make it to and i'm like like Collins, my only <laughs> one left on the list that I'd be like, hmm. I would go to HBF for a Collins. He was he was at San Jose. Yeah, I didn't, didn't go, to, go San to San Jose, Jose that year. Yep, mm-hmm. should have gone to and San Jose that year. <laughs> when we were walking by, we were just walking by. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were not even going into his his thing yet. Somebody's like, "Hey, there's Colin Donald's booth," and I looked over and I felt like my heart like skip a beat. I was like, oh, <laughs> he's, he, there's something about him. Like, everybody's like, oh, Steve is so hot. Steve is so sexy. It's like, listen, Steve's not bad. But Colin Donnell, I don't know what it is. There's something about him in the way he smiles or something. I don't even know. It's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. He is absolutely amazing. And then when I went to his his table to get the autograph and the selfie he was just like so sweet and i was just like shaking oh my god like i would die it was like the, literally the only time at hvff that i've ever reacted like that to a celebrity was calling well here's the thing and this i think this amazing. kind of makes it even more clear once you meet them as i always approach they're just people they really are. They're but Colin people. Donald's a really yeah. pretty person. You're, like, and they're just <laughs> way fucking better looking than the rest of us. And that's all. Just and have a pretty. few more talents than I do. That's fine. But, like, they're just, like, and they're genuinely glad you enjoy Arrow. You know, I always yeah. tend to like discussing things with writers more, the show more with the writers, because I think sometimes 
with actors. The writers understand. Well, the writers, it's their creation. Like, they make Oliver Queen. They make Felicity Smoke. And, like, those are the people I'm invested in. I'm not really as invested in the actors. And the actors, I can sometimes kind of feel like this is a gig for them. They're going to move on to the next. Oh, it's totally But I would totally say, like, there, I would say there's a lot of actors in the Arrow cast where that's not true. They genuinely enjoy talking Arrow with you. And they will talk Arrow with you because that's fun. Granted, they're getting paid so to David do David Ramsey. Go see David also, Ramsey. Also, Talia Ricci. <laughs> Talia Ricci and Robbie Amell. Robbie Amell. I yeah, talked nice. weddings with Robbie Amell <laughs> for did. like 20 minutes. And I was like, I'm really... That was not at I was table like, that was no, at it was a at a wine party. party. <laughs> and I was like, like, you're amazing. And he's like, thanks. And I was just like, I really need to talk to you about your wedding because I'm in love with your life and he's your future wife. He's like, I'm in love with her too. What do you want to talk about? I was like, just like tell he me. He called her. FaceTime. And then he called her. And I was like, oh, and I was like, can you tell her? Because I loved Italia on um, Chasing Life and it got canceled. And I feel like it was she was just robbed. And I was like, you have to tell her. And this was before she scored um, her gig on uh Designated Designated survivor survivor. and I was like you have to just please tell her for me I think she's amazing I know she's going I was like my Christmas wish is she get a a network job (laughs) which she did that year (laughs) so thanks Jesus um and he's like oh he's like that's awesome he's like she'd love to hear that he's like just a sec and he's like takes the phone and he's like I gotta make sure she's not naked and I was like what what was happening (laughs) and he facetimed her he was like say hi <laughs> I was like oh my god and this was before she came to cons then she started coming to cons and she's really someone like if you want to have like a, a discussion about you know your health and cancer and like serious stuff she's really she's like she's there with you she's really something else so I love her too and then my funnest this is us guy was um Sullivan Chris Sullivan because I went, I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, oh, I met Milo and I met, I met Justin. And she's like, what? My mom's a huge This Is Us fan. She's like, is Toby there? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I didn't even, and I was like, oh, sure enough, Toby's there. She's like, oh my God, you have to meet Toby. Because that's her favorite character. And there was nobody in Chris's line. It was empty. And so I was just like, you're amazing. I was like, I love you. And we chatted for a little bit. I was like, you know, could you just like, I said, could I just make a video for you of saying hi to my mom? She loves you. And he's like, nah, we, we're not going to do that. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, we're going to do one better. Give me the phone. I'm going to call her. I was like, what? And he just stone cold. He called my mother. And I quick texted her, pick up your phone when I call. And she's like, okay. And like, she, I could hear her screaming. It was probably one of my, probably the high point of actor interaction and it wasn't even about me I just it was just so much fun to hear my mom freaking freak out over Chris Sullivan it was just like I was like my dad got on the phone he's like you killed her I was like well you know she had a good several years on the planet he's like she's like not able to talk now so yeah he's like your mom's hilarious and my mom is hilarious so yeah and then I always my first Steve interaction was the best Steve interaction he, I was really cold. It just went down. But, I mean, like I said, I never had a bad one with him. But, like, I was really cold. I did not. It was my first con. And if you're going to conventions, dress warmly. If you're wearing a cute short sleeve shirt, 
Bring a jacket. See, that's never. If been you're a my person experience. who gets cold, if you're a person who stays warm, don't worry about it. If you're a person who gets cold, you're gonna freeze your ass off. So I was. If you're a person who gets warm, bring a jacket and be prepared and be to take it chuck off. It. Yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Because like it gets really hot once <laughs> things are going. But we saw him early, and I was, you guys, I'm like not kidding. I, I, I shake when I get cold. Like I actually have like the hypothermia, teeth chattering, just sitting in like a restaurant. I'm ridiculous. So when I saw him, Tell me I he, know. <laughs> I know, Cal has seen it in action. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, I'm trying to warm up. She's like, we're literally in a restaurant right now. Like, it's so cold. I had a soda. <laughs> She's like, you're ridiculous. Um, okay. So <laughs> Steve put his arm around me and I just would like to tell you all, He's like a fluffy teddy bear with abs and he's so warm. And like we had to stand there for a while because we were doing multiple pictures and I was in the multiple pictures and he just kept his arm around me the whole time. And I was like, please, sir, please, can I just like walk around with you? Because I'm so cold. (laughs) And my friend announced her pregnancy in a picture, which was hysterical. And then she's like oh then we're gonna do our group picture and she was like oh should I put the picture away I was like yeah otherwise my husband will think I'm pregnant and have a heart attack and Steve thought that was hysterical so everyone was laughing it was just very it was very joyful it was a great first meet so I I will say that they're very thrilling to meet but if you can't afford it if you just don't beat yourself (laughs) up about it you're not it's not like your life is going to go on you know in a misery you've left you've been left unchanged you'll be just fine so It'll particularly fine. from people yeah, who have and you know cal's going to sdcc this year i've been to sdcc twice <laughs> so cal's going this year so this is cal's first sdcc i would say if you really just want to have the convention experience on steroids you know that's sdcc it's pretty much hvff i'm scared. except like blown up I'm and it's difficult to meet it's difficult to meet um the actors (laughs) but I will say you can meet writers which is like that's my that's my jam if I see Guggenheim there I think he's going he didn't go last year I was like are you I was like like, are you going he's like no I was like okay I'm not going either (laughs) like okay (laughs) I I just want you to know I made that decision before you said he's like sure because I stalk him but he doesn't mind <laughs> all right I think that's okay, it I think we've talked, we it, talked all it all out, out? <laughs> see this is what happens when we don't do minutes. we don't do you know well you know what here's the thing they asked us for our favorite Elicity moments and they're like a hundred of them that's hard to do there's too many all right, so I'm going to post my meta on my blog at some point this week. I'm going to save my number one. You guys have to wait for that to, to figure out what's Jen's number one. Not that, that that's going to send you what all running. Number I'm, one. Is it the clock I'm not tower? Telling you. It's the clock okay. tower. <laughs> You'll have to read my meta too, Miss Callista Wolf. I'm not telling you. Not your business is what. Actually, it is your business. I hope you read it. Please read my, please read my meta. <laughs> All right, we'll do more questions. Oh, I'm going to almost be done with Lost, so we might do some Lost this week. Not almost yes, done with season have, three talking. of Lost. Sorry, not all of Lost. So we, we, we need, need to do a do Lost a, podcast. And there was a ton of... You have you still have the three I do. I'm working left, right? on it. I'm working on it. It's happening. So you have Greatest Hits and Through the Looking Glass Part 1 and 2. Yes. I think I'm halfway through <laughs> Greatest Hits. Is that 221? Okay. 
or 321 i think that's 321 that's 321 yeah, i'm working my yes. way through that one I am like, what the fuck is happening, basically. That's why I'm always, like, I'm not, I don't ever know what's happening. I'm lost until, like, it happens. I'm like, what? Yes. I cannot wait to talk about it. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's evil, who's good. What the fuck? All right. So, and then there's lots of questions we did not get to. So, we'll probably do another question. Question. Don't worry, guys. We're not done yet. So, hopefully, we'll be back again before. Before Arrow comes on. The well, show maybe comes do back, like a Thursday. No guarantee. Maybe a Thursday. Yeah. All right. Maybe a Thursday. Okay. We'll see you guys. Okay. Talk to you soon. <laughs> yes, okay. very soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play and look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.